Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. We would like to acknowledge that this podcast maiden is being held on Aboriginal land, the land of the Wurundjeri people of the Kulin Nation. And we would like to pay respect to their eldest past, present and immersion and their multiple birth parents with children with disabilities. This podcast contains truth, laughter and the occasional F word, so it's not really suitable for children. Sometimes you just have to get your shits out. Shit, 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 shit. That's right, this is a language warning. Oh, shit. Hi, Dees. Today, it's just me, Kate, on my own. Mandy is supporting her precious, precious daughter who is doing a VCE exam. So you've just got me. It won't be as good, but you're just going to have to put up with that. But we've got an amazing, awesome guest. Her name is Jenny. She is both a professional as a GP and a P-mum to two pea shoots and their peeling brother. She's originally from Scotland, married to a South African, and she lives in Brisbane. And here she is. Hello, Jenny. How are you? Hi, Kate. How are you? Oh, I am very well. I'm freezing cold, but I am well. Ah, the Melbourne weather. Melbourne weather. <laughs> well, you must have had cold weather in Scotland. Oh, really, really cold. Yeah. Uh, in yeah. fact, every time it gets a little bit slightly gloomy in Queensland, which doesn't happen very often, um, I remember why I moved. Yeah, it's <laughs> true, isn't it? I mean, I actually quite love Melbourne's, you know, up and down weather and I really I really like it. But when I went to Bali, I was like, oh, every morning it's warm. <laughs> I, don't, I don't mind the cold. I can do the cold. Mm. I actually used to love crisp spring mornings. Yeah. Um, yeah, which is like Brisbane winter. Yeah. <laughs> right. But um I hate the grey. Yes. That grey skies. I think that really has an effect on people's oh, moods. It really does. And I know with my family in Ireland, a lot of the buildings, because they're old, they're also grey. Yes, it's all just grey, grey, grey. Grey, everywhere grey. So yeah, yeah, I remember when And then I- the sun comes out and everyone has a heart attack yeah. and goes out <laughs> and gets and takes all their clothes off and like gets sunburned and then they're all like in in E D because they've their the skins haven't seen the sun. In like so long, so long. Oh, um, you should see when my brother comes. I'm like, oh wow, I forgot people could be that white. Yes, <laughs> you need to come to Melbourne. We're very white. <laughs> <laughs> we do get sun occasionally. Apparently, it's coming this weekend. We'll see. All right, I'm going to start with our questions. The first question is: Do you have any music or a band that either gets you up in the good times or helps you through the bad times? Um, so this is this was this was quite tricky for me because mm. I. Uh, I kind of, I listened to everything, yeah. but I um, eventually decided that I was just going to go with, it's not one particular song, but just a particular artist and that's mm. Elton John. Mm. And the fact is that I can just, 
you can turn him up really loud mm. and belt it out yeah. uh, like you don't care and it makes you feel better. <laughs> yeah, yeah, And yeah. it's just, he's just an amazing musician. Oh, yeah. And there's something about the live on the piano mm. that like um, yeah. he just, yeah, and a lot of his songs I just take me back to like memories um, from my childhood and yeah. stuff like that. They just, yep. and I think songs are very powerful oh, yeah. um, focus of memory. So, very. yeah, he makes me happy. Yeah. And obviously, you know, um that this is me that like that's that p anthem but everyone said that already but that yeah. my well, my I mean, you know it's but true. it's such a powerful song for yep. the peas yep um yeah and my 10 year old pea shoot will yeah, it's quite when he when he gets in a car and that's playing he he sings it from his heart yeah, he sings it with right. meaning yeah, yeah, yeah and that yeah. My boys I love, love watching it too. him yeah yeah it really it speaks to them it really really does did you go have you seen elton john live Yes, yeah, uh, on his last tour, which yeah. apparently wasn't his last tour because now he's doing his last tour again. I, know. <laughs> I went to that too. I was like, I am not, I am not missing out on seeing this and guy. Then, and, now, and then it's suddenly tickets to sale again. I'm like, what? It's like, I just, don't, I don't think he can help himself. Well, John no, Farnham took, does that every couple of years. True. I took a very good friend who's been a really good, amazing support, mm. and we had a ball. Oh yeah, like he is an amazing live. He really and I'm is. going. Oh, I'm really sorry, Kate, but I am going to Crowded House. <gasps> On Saturday. Oh, I looked at the tickets. I saw them already at the start of this year and then I was like, I just can't justify going twice. <laughs> if, mate, if you were in Brisbane, I would take you. Oh, thank you. I would come. Uh, but I can't <laughs> wait. I'm taking another friend. Oh. And actually on Sunday I am leaving for get almost two weeks. Wow. Oh, sorry. I don't, somebody – right. you can never turn off the beeps. Um, <laughs> uh I'm, I'm leaving for two weeks for Denver for um, a conference into my son's rare condition <gasps> alone. You can with sleep no on children. the plane where other people I'm say, actually you can't even sleep excited. on the plane. Yeah, the plane's I don't exciting. Care if I, don't, I, don't, I don't care if I don't sleep. <laughs> Just the fact that I've got like a 15 hours. I know. When no one could bother no me. One. No one. No, I can't wait. I can't wait. And um, I'm going to meet some families that I've been oh. in touch with online for years because of COVID we haven't like no. it hasn't managed to happen um so yeah it's going to be super cold there as well by the way like, oh yes cold. it will be you'll get your thermals out yeah but yeah. my poor husband I'm like oh yeah I'm leaving on Sunday for like two weeks by the way and, oh yeah on Saturday I'm going to crowd it out <laughs> <laughs> so good luck yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh well uh, I mean music it's therapy so we can't it, deny it uh, it is and also um yeah, going to America by myself is therapy too. Oh, to be yeah. Oh, yeah. my goodness. The books that I read on a plane. Oh, like, look, no and one's I, interrupting books, me. I only get audio. I could only read audio books. I have, yeah. it's always the last thing. I have a Lego set that I've been trying to build for about <laughs> a, like a year. Like, and I love building Lego. Don't it's take like that a big on Harry the plane. Potter set. Don't. No, I won't. I won't. But, you know, you always come last. We always come last. Oh, of course. I'll do that when I've got five minutes of peace. Never no, bloody happens. No, and the laundry. Uh, no, never, no laundry. Never My ends. support worker said to me the other day, "Your house constantly just smells of clean laundry." I'm like, yeah. it's because the washing machine never stops. Never, ever. never, never. Ever. Every single day. <laughs> it's all, just all the time. All the time. It's just twenty four seven. I know. <laughs> and I have a tumble. I have a tumble dryer yep. because I don't have time to hang up clothes. So I installed solar simply so I didn't have to feel guilty about running a tumble dryer. <laughs> Whatever I'm like the works. sun. The sun is still drying my clothes. Yeah, <laughs> just, just in a roundabout way. Mechanism. And you know what? If you put it in the dryer, you don't have to hardly iron. No, I do fold. not iron. Haven't ironed in years. Yeah. No. And you know what? If the clothes don't survive a tumble dryer, they don't survive my house. <laughs> 
That's the rule you make with them yep. when you buy them. That's the rule. That, yep. <laughs> it's if, on if, them. If you don't, you're gone. It's on them. <laughs> no, what's that ad you do? No dodgy leggings for me, yeah. Kate. No. That's right. No. Yep. That's true, true, Not true. happening. Oh, dear. Okay. And did you win any awards at school? All of them. Yeah. You're yeah, smart. Sorry. That's all right. You're uh, allowed to be. I'm that one that everyone hated. I was the, I was the dickhead. Yeah. I um, Yeah. I, I, try, I was like, do I list them all? And then I sound like, you know, a real twat. Um, but yeah, I, so I decided <laughs> I, uh, yeah, I, I kind of, I could get all the awards, but I also got bullied because I was the nerd. Yeah, and, you know, so it, it doesn't come with, um, no. with always like, you know, it's always great. Like all yep. the people who are great at sport, they were, they were also super oh, popular. Yeah, they are popular. Yeah. yeah. And I was teased. So, so mercy- same in Scotland as Australia. Oh, yeah, and I was at boarding school, so it was brutal. Oh, um, yeah. Yeah. But Nowhere to go. I got, yeah, I got all the subject awards. And, and also, I didn't really have to try. That came naturally. I, I was like scholarship. Um, mm-hmm, my mm-hmm. One of my kids is very similar. Mm. So I got ducks, and I got something called the Scanlon Cup for overall merit. Um, but I was pretty proud of a couple of mm-hmm. things I did work really hard yeah. for. And one was um, uh, something called a Lambda Gold Medal uh, with honors in public speaking. So ah. that involved having to do a speech um, that I worked really hard for. Yeah, yeah. And also I got something called an Arkwright Scholarship in Design and Technology, which was a national scholarship wow. designed to encourage um, kids to do engineering. Which you um, didn't do? No, I didn't do because <laughs> my mother persuaded me to do medicine. when really? I Really? Yeah, yeah. Well, she said to me, you know, because she's a doctor, my dad yeah. was a doctor, my brother's a doctor, and my other brother isn't like he was the lucky one. Um, <laughs> but she said to me, "It's a lot easier." I remember these words: "It's a lot easier to start medicine and change to engineering than it is to do to okay. do it the other way." True. And so I did that. Except it's, that's rubbish because it's it, once you start down medicine, it's like it, you, you just start, you just keep going. So yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. Whereas, but yeah, I always do wonder. I sometimes think, yeah, what would have been um, like. Because what really, you know, although I love, I love being a doctor, don't get me mm. wrong, but I also loved design mm. and engine and like uh, product design and mm. making mm. stuff um, mm. and, you know, that kind of thing. And also I was the Scottish school's indoor girls, indoor climbing girls champion, three wow. years running. Yep. Um, wow. One year there climb? was, hell no, I can't even pull myself out of bed. <laughs> no. Sitting but up's I was a struggle. Like, I was 16. I had, I had, I, I had time yes. and I had muscles. Yes. And one year there was, I think, only one other girl in the competition. To Don't be worry fair. about but that. Don't worry about that. It had, a, it had a massive trophy and my principal, like, or headmaster, he had to present it to me, like, in front of the whole school. And I was, like, I never got any sporting accolade. Yeah, yeah, I was yeah, yeah. terrible. Like, you know, yeah. I used to, like, feign injury just to get out of oh, yeah. the sports I've got days. Period. Right? Yeah. Yep. Anything, just ankles, yep, whatever. Yep, yep. Um, you know, so, but climbing I was quite good at and, yeah, I, but involves a lot of um, upper body scrunch that I just don't have now. No, no, so, no, no, no. In fact, when I go to America at the weekend, I am going to stay with my old climbing partner from when I was 16. No I haven't seen way. in 20 years. Yeah, he lives in America and I'm going to go and catch up with him. Wow. Yeah, I hope he doesn't try and take me climbing because I'll be like, no, dude. <laughs> The I'm stairs sure. is a challenge enough. Yeah. Oh, no, 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 no. I've got like the board. We've got a monkey bar, an old monkey bar in our backyard. And yes. once I tried to go from one no. to the other. Oh, Bad idea. <laughs> the pain. The yes. next day I was like, what's wrong with me? <laughs> Wait. 
What happened? Oh, oh yeah, yes. I tried monkey bars. Yeah, I'm old and fat. You cannot yep, do this anymore. No. And no. that's really sad, isn't it? It is really sad. And you remember when you were a kid, you just zoomed across. You didn't yeah. even know yeah. that it was even, tricky. I used to climb from the morning all day. Wow. Like, and I would just be like, and I would just, and I'd be hanging off the, the overhang and all yeah, that yeah. kind of stuff. Yeah, now, no, no. <laughs> like, and, and I just, you have to, I think you just have to accept and, and embrace that, don't we? Just that oh, we're, yeah, yeah, we're, yeah. Old. we're old and cuddly. Yeah, we're and, so cuddly. And those days are gone. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and I hopefully will never need to climb for my life. So, no, you know, no, if we, I do, people can climb on me. I will be at the no. bottom. <laughs> no, I've got really bad issues with my neck as well now. Um, I've just had a surgery last week oh. uh, where they burned my nerves, which was fun, and that's still really sore to try yeah. and help the pain. Was um, that from climbing? I don't know. I think it's so. My uh, pain, lovely pain specialist, says it's from being hypermobile. Um, oh, yeah. And then it, it like I sort of sort of bend too much in the wrong mm, ways, and then I'm mm. stiff in the spine. But mm. I had a I have an artificial disc, a bit like a robot in my neck, um, mm. like a like a fake metal yeah, yeah, disc yeah, yeah, that yeah. moves. Um, Does but, it do the vacuuming yeah. or anything cool like that? No, it would no, be nice. Would hey, be nice, or like yeah. answer my do do, do my NDIS <laughs> paperwork. Yeah, yeah, that'd be good. <laughs> All your <case> notes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Answer the phone. Make dinner. No. <laughs> No, <laughs> no, it does none of the above. Um, but mm. yeah, I, I, now I just have to sort of manage it. And so she goes in every couple of years and burns the nerves. And wow. It really hurts, like yeah. really hurts for um, a couple of weeks. And in fact, the other night I was trying to read to my seven-year-old and I got into bed with him and he said, um, he said, hey, mom, like, are you sore? And I said, yeah, it's just my neck, it's my neck. And he was like, but your neck's always sore, mom. And I said, no, that's why I had the operation to help. And he <laughs> And he stopped for a second and he looked like really like deep in thought. And he went, oh, oh, dear. He went, did it backfire? <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, yeah, yeah. No, no, it didn't. It just takes time. You've got to cause pain to fix pain. It's got to get like, worse before it gets what? better. Yeah. I know, yeah. <laughs> anyway. And our last question, why are you a P? Okay. So I'm a P in two different ways. So I'm going to. Um, it's hard. It's like, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm in, I am a mother to three boys, yes. three wonderful, amazing, very, very different boys. Mm. Um, so my eldest, uh, he's, they all born in December because I fucking planned that well. Um, all of them. So all, all the birthdays them, and Christmas. All of them. When's your all wedding of, anniversary? The 15th of freaking January. Oh, it's all the same. <laughs> <laughs> I know. And then. My husband's the end of January and I'm the start of February. No. It's mental. By the time we get to Valentine's Day, we're like, we don't no. give a stuff. <laughs> yep. 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 It's a nightmare. So, yep. but, so like they're almost 11, almost eight and almost four. Right. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so my 10 year old, so I'm going to call him Elon. Yes. Um, he actually is fully embraces his disability, but yep. I'm worried that when he turns 15, he might hate me for it. So yeah, yeah. Um, I'm, I'm going to, you know, give him, I'm going to call him Elon because he absolutely adores Elon Musk, yep. who's also neurodiverse. Yes, um, yes. As he, t- he actually did a whole speech on why he's like Elon Musk. Wow. Um, yeah, a public, like a public speaker. He got, he got that little gene yes, from me. Like so, yeah. mm. and he has um, ASD, um, ADHD, alphabet soup, yeah. uh, severe anxiety, and he's twice exceptional. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. And then I have uh, the middle one. So he's neurotypical. So he's seven. Uh, we call him, his nickname's Smashy. So I'll call him Smashy for the, <laughs> the sake of this podcast. Yep. Um, he's like my little male scholarship. Yeah. Um, 
but he's quite, he has quite debilitating anxiety. Um, oh, yeah. And separation anxiety, but he's been through a lot. Yes. A lot. Yeah. And he still goes through a lot, to be yeah. fair. So, yeah. Um, yeah, he yeah. struggles with, he'll sort of shut down emotionally quite mm. a lot. Um, mm. But he is, ne- he's neurotypical. Like I can just drop him at school. Yeah. And then wow. I just pick him up. Yeah. I just pick him up. I'm like, oh. <laughs> You don't need to tell me anything. No, they're like, no, he had a great day. That's what some um, people do. <laughs> yep. And he gets invited to all the birthday parties. Yeah, and um, wow. and when I go to the birthday parties, I just turn up and say hi to the moms and he just plays. <laughs> it's like, it's life changing. I had never yeah, had that before. No. I was like, wow, yeah. this is what, this is what normal yes. is like. Yes. Um, and it, it's really easy, by the way, um, mm. compared to, <laughs> to, to, yeah, yeah. to the, to the beautiful exception. Yes. Um, and then I have my youngest, who Luki, uh, who um, turns four in about one a few weeks, mm. um, as soon as December hits. Yes. And he has um, KCNQ2 encephalopathy. Wow. So it's a rare and devastating epileptic and developmental encephalopathy. Um, in English, that means he has um, seizures and is associated with pretty severe um, developmental delays. Mm. He's nonverbal, has complex medical needs. Um, so then I'm also a professional. Yes. Um, so I am a GP mm. um, for my sins. <laughs> and <laughs> I, <laughs> uh, yeah, we are not greedy and we don't rule the system, by no, the way. Just so you know. definitely do not. <laughs> Um, oh, one of my patients said to me the other day, he went, he looked at me, he's so cute. He's like, he's an elderly man. And he said to me, the radio says that you wrought, but I don't really understand how you manage it. Cause like you're always so like, like late and like, yes. yeah, and like because I don't, I don't yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. Anyway, that's another story for another podcast. And, yes. um, yeah, I own, I can only work a couple of days a week mm, now, mm. um, because of all the other stuff. And that so makes me before your third, did you work more days? Yeah, full-time. Full-time. So I've always been the breadwinner. Yep. Um, and, yeah, I worked long, long hours. Yeah. Um, and, yeah, I now um, only work two days. My husband does work um, as well at the um, – at the one of the universities in Brisbane as right. a technician. Right. Um, and I get a bit of um, – support from income protection that I have thank goodness I paid oh, a lot of money God yeah have that cover um, yeah. but it's it's its own complexities I have to um oh, yeah. keep constantly justify I presume. <laughs> yes yeah. but like NDIS yes. constantly justify yes. why I need it yeah um but it's the only way I can survive at the moment I couldn't take on any more than the hours that I'm I'm doing and, and it still doesn't really equate to what I no. would earn if I wasn't yeah. on it, but it's survive. Like I can survive and and yeah. and you well, know make things make mode, things work. So yeah, I've been yeah. in survival mode for for me- for a long time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So yeah. which probably makes you an awesome GP. Your patients probably love you. It makes me possibly, but also makes me super late, um, <laughs> <laughs> like super late, and uh, and I and yeah, probably a bit vulnerable to. Um, uh, to self-protection and self-preservation, I think. Yes. Um, because I care, uh, which which the GPs that, that really, really care are amazing GPs, but also um, the most vulnerable to, bur- vulnerable to burnout. Of um, course. So that's kind of where I sit, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I think 
there are some doctors that, you know, see a lot of regular patients. Like, I don't know, I know our paediatrician does as well. And, yeah, they're, they're tired. Yeah, well, I mean, the, my regular patients, I do have lots that are lovely who know me well, who mm. know all about my kids, mm. um, who, you know, have been a great support. But mm. it's GP is, is not an easy no. job. It's a very um, – and it also involves a lot of um, emotional energy. Would have to. You know? Yeah. yeah. Um, You're saying people and, and, are the most vulnerable. Absolutely. And you are there – you need to be their rock in their yeah, safe yeah, yeah. space. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and, and, and that's wonderful and it's such a privilege. Um, but it's also, it's, you know, when you get home, even before I was a pee mom, if I got home from a particularly, you know, a day where I had to tell somebody they had cancer or, um, somebody had had a stillbirth or like, you know, something like that, then I had very little to give when I got home and, and that, um, that can be tricky that balance oh, yeah. you know sometimes I really wish I was just a bloody accountant or an engineer, <laughs> engineer. thanks mom <laughs> yeah <laughs> but just going you know where the biggest stuff up would, would just be that like the books didn't freaking balance uh, yes um, you know <laughs> which does matter when you're an accountant <laughs> yeah well yeah I mean but it doesn't matter that much in no, the grand scheme of things you know yeah. compared to to what I worry about at night yes um, yes I I always say to my patients, I have one rule. Like, if I'm going to go home and worry about you, you go to hospital. Yeah, true. Like, whether you want to or not, yeah, because yeah. I, I, if that's the rule, if I'm going to worry about it, then yep. then you need to go. Yeah, you do need <laughs> and to go. Like, okay, okay, Dr. Jenny. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. Well, I mean, if my doctor said that to me, I'd be like, yeah, yeah, I'll go. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Yeah, we don't want either of us up at 3 a.m. for that. No, and it will be me. Of course um, it will. But then if you be get like, a phone oh, call, you'll be like, oh, God, I should oh, But what it. if I did that and yeah. what if it was that? And, and I feel like my brain never switches off no. because it, it's there's about, I don't know, 10 browser windows open related to work <laughs> and then about another 20 mm. related to being a P-mom yeah. and, you know, have I paid that NDIS bill? Oh. And, Again, one of our lovely support workers says, you're so amazing, Jenny. You always pay so fast. And I said, because if I don't, it falls out my head. Yeah, that's right. Like if, I, if I don't do it immediately, yep. I have to do everything immediately. Yep. I, I just, there is no time, no energy, no space. So no. it just. And it literally you know, falls out of my head. It's gone. Yeah, it's gone. Yep, and, I, and I won't remember. I always pay really early for everything too. And I'm like, and by the way, if I haven't paid within 24 hours, you're not getting tell paid. Me, you yeah. Tell me. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Because like, something's gone wrong with the algorithm. Like, <laughs> and it's not like an iPhone. I can't just reset it. It's, it's no, gone. No, I'd love to. I'd love to. And, and, and we carry all, don't we? You know, oh, the, yeah. us women. It's the mental, the mental load. load. There's yep. nothing ever in the whole world that can compare And men just to don't it. get it. No, it's like, not their fault. They just don't no. get it. No, I and mean, they I'm, don't. I'm hoping as the generations come under us that maybe it changes. will change. I don't know. I think there's something about being a woman and having that ma- that maternal instinct. I don't know what it is because I think we just we are just also built a bit differently. Because my husband is about as non patriarchal. Is that the right word? Yeah, Male? yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. He um, well, he, he was get. happy for you to be the breadwinner, so he doesn't. Yep, and he he's fully, fully will like he's my rock. Yeah, and yeah. he'll he'll do washing, cleaning, whatever, mm, mm. but still doesn't understand. Um, mm, the mental load. mental load, and and you know he would say to me, "Well, just tell me what to do," and I'm like, "But you see, if I tell you what to do, it's still taking it. their mental yeah. load." <laughs> and he's like, and he looks at me just like, "Huh?" And, like, and I'm like, "Okay, all right." One, one about a couple of years ago, I said, "You are in charge 
of food. Yeah. And he said to me, okay, what do you want for dinner? I said, no, 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 no. no. You can't ask me what I want for dinner. Please I don't want to know. don't ask me. that. I literally, you can have the shittest day on record and then the thought of having to decide what for dinner can just push you yes, over the edge. Like, exactly. This is ridiculous. Like, but then I'm giving you the choice of what, no. and I'm like, no, but don't. Don't I've you made that choice for 20 years. I don't want the choice. Years. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, no. I'll eat whatever if you, you give me. If you really want to take off something off yeah. my plate, then you take food. I said, I don't want to do the groceries. No. Nope. I don't want to do school lunches. No. Nope. I don't want to know what's for dinner. I don't care what's for dinner. No, I don't care. I don't, I don't care what niche. Got. Yep. I said, you take that. And t- to be fair, he has. Um, it also means you can't complain. No, you, you can't, can't be like, complain. oh, but I don't feel like that. For <laughs> <laughs> and, and the kids don't like that type of orange yeah, juice yeah. like you, you have to just release it but yeah. I have released it and it took but it took so much training he'd be like so what do you and I'm like no nope. no nope. I don't care and he's like oh yeah <laughs> okay okay and now for the vast majority of times he doesn't ask it just happens and that is a genuine that something is, off that's my plate huge it's huge huge everything else I do yeah yeah everything that's right. else that's when it right. comes to school or costumes or what's happening or if I died tomorrow, you would never clue oh, no. where Luke has got to be for therapy or who's oh, no, therapist. No, 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 you can't. And in fact, you're not um, allowed Elon, to do that. <laughs> Elon's school, right? So he's uh, been in a new school since grade five, right? Mm. And um, we have had obviously we've had meetings, we've yeah, had yeah, planning yeah, about yeah, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's been up and down. He got suspended yep. in the first term, like yeah, yeah. all that kind all of stuff, of right? Yeah. And then one day, one day I said to him, "Oh, Elon's sick. You need to pick him up early." And he was like, "Where's his school?" <laughs> I was like, are you fucking kidding me? Are you kidding me? You, I live at this even, place. Yeah. You don't even know where his school is. And he's like, no. no. And I'm like, of course, you didn't come to the interviews. No. You didn't come to the, you haven't done the paperwork or the admission no. or the, all that kind of stuff. He does now know. Yes, well, like, guys, he's been there. He's, yeah. He knows, yeah. He, he knows it well. <laughs> I reckon it took two terms. Look, I... <laughs> I say this without any malice, so people don't understand this, but when my husband and I separated, I didn't notice anything. The load Different. didn't get heavier. No. Because all the no. stuff that I find tricky, like unpacking the dishwasher is not tricky, but no. all the mental load was exactly the same. It's exactly the same. So I was like, oh. And in, fa- in fact, um, sometimes Kate, it's, it's probably easier, easier yeah. because you don't resent him no, for not, for not, not taking it. at all. <laughs> I don't. I'm like, oh, well, he doesn't live here. He shouldn't yeah. be doing this. So it's, yeah, it's actually, actually easier. easier. It's a strange no, I, thing. I don't think that's can't weird at all. I totally it. get well, that. Well, no, you get it. But some people, <laughs> people, no, yeah, a lot of people, don't people get it. Don't get it. But, yeah, it's, it's actually easier. So when you first, when did you realise that um, Elon might be a little pea shoot? Um, so I realised pretty, I think, I think I've known since he was about two, to be honest. Yeah. But I've known that something wasn't quite right. Um, mm. I think that. I did, but he was my first kid, oh, right? Yeah. So, you know, when going to birthday parties, like he mm. was always, he was always, I used to call him the one step too far kid. And mm. he was always so loud. Like if he heard himself, he would scream so that every single person mm. on the whole beach would turn around. Mm. Um, and he was, if I went to a birthday party or, or a gathering, I always had to be, make sure where is he? Or if something went oh, wrong, yeah. I was like, yep. you know, when he was in kindy, his teacher actually said to me, I know I shouldn't say this, um, but when I, something happens, I turn around and look for Elon, right? Mm. Um, I turn around and look for him and I'm like, I remember like going, yeah, wow, you shouldn't say that. No, you really shouldn't <laughs> say that. <laughs> because that's awful and I don't really know what to do with that. No. Um, and we went back and forth to to OTs and to psychologists and they said he was gifted and that was why mm. um, he struggled. And 
we actually kind of stumbled our way through prep and grade, well, prep and most of grade one mm. with really good teachers. Yeah. And, and But then what happens is that um, that bell-shaped curve, you know, of norm yep. And, yep. and behaviors which can still be normal acceptable. for younger children, yeah. they become really not acceptable. It widens. It really yeah. widens. Yeah. And that sort of coincided with um, the birth of Lukey. Of course, um, yeah. Because he was in grade one when Lucas was born. Yeah. And the wheels fell off completely, Kate. Yeah, they fell off completely. He yeah. he would be um he would be throwing furniture. Yeah. He'd be they screaming. They don't know how he'd, to cope. They just don't he'd know. Be losing it because the the one little um foot of his um minion was too big. Yeah, and right? fair. And yeah, <laughs> I feel the point him. Where, I've heard these because stories. of that because of that minion. All the other grade one children had to be taken out of the class for their own safety. Yes, right. Yes, and, and that gets to a point where you're like, "That's not. That's not. not it's not. That's typical not normal. Yeah. Typical. Whatever you want to call it. Yeah. There's. There's a problem. And you know um, that it's not yeah. anything anyone's done. It's not no. his behaviour. He's not choosing this. And that's when you're like, "Hang on, I really need and, to get." And it was complicated in the fact that he had a lot of trauma as well at that time because of Lucas's story, and so that muddied the waters. Mm. But also, I think added to his anxiety. And so much of his stuff with our neurodiverse kiddos is anxiety-driven. Oh, and so he much. just couldn't handle and they it get, anymore. They get told off and put down all yep, day. All the time. I mean, if someone oh, has a He was always at, me, at the bottom of that little behaviour chart. Always. You know? But, I mean, yep. someone said something to me this week that I was like, really? And I think that's not true. Or, But I do head miles about it for weeks. Yep, you think that's too. one thing that someone yeah. said to me. These kids hear it all day, every day, and we expect them yep. to be fine. I know. No. I'm expected to have some sort of self-esteem. Oh, and yeah. he does actually. He he does own it now. Yeah. I mean, years later, and he, you know, he actually did a, a speech about having autism, and and he won speaker of the night, and it even got sent to his current like um, headmaster, who yeah. you know, it, it was sort of mentioned in the newsletter. Like it, it, but it's still it's still really really difficult, and oh, so much so much of the behaviour is just seen for the amount of times I could hear the line. He just needs to make better choices. He just needs to. Or make better he just choices. needs to become. He just needs to be accountable for he his actions. He just needs to be typical. Why can't he be yes. typical? And I'm like, that child is the most accountable child yes. you will ever meet. He will cry himself to sleep at night because yeah. he says, "Mommy, why can't I yes. be normal? Yes. Why can't why did why can't I control my emotions?" Yep. He says. Um, so I mean, he doesn't. You know, we don't I'm ask like, people without glasses to make better choices about their eyes, but we do this no. to kids that are. But they just. It, they just people. They just don't understand. You can't they just understand go. It. You know, I had one teacher turn around and say, "Well, he, you know, he. This happened. This, you know, he had this big response. Like he got in trouble. Mm-hmm. Blah blah. We spoke. We we debriefed. We talked. You know, but he did the same thing again. And I'm like, because yes, <laughs> because of course because he, he can talk the talk, but he can't walk the walk. No, um, emotionally. Yes. Just, um, yeah. Yeah. I and his his strange. his lovely psychiatrist. Um, who we finally found it was a journey, but, um, you know, we won't go into that. But he said, Elon is severely autistic but verbally precocious. Yeah. And he said that it makes things very difficult because yes. the expectations on him are much higher than he can actually – because he can articulate mm-hmm. exactly what he should do, yes. exactly what went wrong, but then he can't actually do it. And so then it looks very much like it's it's so he's it's being a punished choice. for it. <laughs> yeah. He's actually being punished for that because because it looks like he's then making bad choices. Yeah. Um because they were well he can un- he understands that's wrong. And 
you know, he took it, he was, he, he knows that that's not what he shouldn't do. And if you say, what should you do? He'll say, oh, well, you should do this, this, and this. Mm. Um, and yet, oh, I think, but then when he, he, he managed to say recently to a, to his principal, um, he was having sort of some challenging behaviors mm. in the classroom. And he said, well, that's just what happens when I get overwhelmed by the noise wow. and it, you know, and, and, and everything going on. And I just, I act, I get silly. Yeah. And he was like, he said, oh, he can't use his autism as an excuse. And I was like, <laughs> I said, here's a kid who's actually telling you exactly what happens. But how can you and- ever say to someone that they can't use their disability? It's not, it's not a choice. He's not woken well, up. Well, he's like, you know, he's like using it to, he's like, No, he's just articulating what it is. Yes, he's exactly what he's doing. It's very literal. He's not, yes. you know. No, no. It's like, well, this is why Very, it's like very, very literal. So, I tell so you he's what not the best going thing to use is it, you know? that my boys use is they've got the Apple um, AirPods, which we have yes. lost and they're expensive. Yes, I was going to say we, we have them, but they're lost. Yeah. Yeah, well, we've got, we have new ones. But they can just put them in even with no noise, no music. Well, I've finally worked out how to make. He's got Sony noise cancelling mm. headphones, but they kept switching off if there was not music, yeah, right? right? But I worked out how to change that, and ah. now, and now he wears them, and he, it makes the most enormous difference. Oh, enormous! But as they like get older, focus. sometimes they don't like yes, the visible, the, and so the little AirPods yeah. can just sit in just there. Work. I'm like, these are amazing. Yeah, I, know? if he he did have some, but now there's only oh, one. I know they just they're so <laughs> small, <laughs> and everything else is like. It's got, it's got a tag on it, right? His bag, his his hat's got one sewn yeah, inside. Yeah, yeah. I've what I walked into the local shopping centre, right? You know, there's like a like a like a what do you call it? Like lost and found. Yes, yes. And I walked up and I said, "Hey, um, <laughs> I need to pick up my son's hat." And she went, "Oh, did we phone you?" And I said, "No." But and I she know goes, it's here. Oh, I said, "But I know it's here." She went, "Okay." And she opened the cupboard and she was like, "Yes, it's here." And I said, "I know. Look, my phone tells me." <laughs> and she was like, "That's brilliant." And I said. Children without good executive functioning, yes. <laughs> you, you, oh. were, you, you know, and it actually beat like you can, he can follow it on his phone and make oh, it beat yeah. so he can find it. So if someone tries to nick it, I keep waiting for that to happen. So, because yeah. some of the hats are quite expensive <laughs> and he can like the formal hats. Yeah. I'm waiting for him to go to like a classroom and like make it beep it, on someone's head. Like, That's my hair. <laughs> Give it back. But yeah, I saw um, Mia Friedman put one of those things on her dog because it keeps running away. Perfect. Like, how great. There is there is one on his bus bus. There's one yeah. in his bag. There's one sewn into his hat. There will be one sewn into his blazer when he has to have one. Yeah. Um, and everyone's like, oh, the blazers are terrible. Well, th- these, this school has um, the most horrendous, itchy winter jumpers. Oh, I know. And in his speech about being autistic, Elon says, <laughs> and, you know, we, we don't like labels or scratchy clothes and don't think you'll ever see this kid in that school jumper <laughs> even if it's freezing I know I mean I and have I've had that many jumpers lined uh, it won't work. And, no, still, there's still it, one tiny no. bit but and it actually uh, the, the blazers are pretty nice yes they're, they're like a plain and he quite fabric. likes that yeah so all the other parents are complaining right because they're now introducing <laughs> it for the whole school and they're like the cost the cost and I'm like Awesome. awesome. <laughs> <laughs> it's something you can wear to keep him warm in, you know, the three yeah. weeks of winter that yeah. we have in Queensland. Thank God you don't live in Melbourne. Yeah. No, yeah, exactly. <laughs> you have to find a jumper that works. <laughs> <laughs> and so, like, I wanted to know before and after he was diagnosed, how 
do you think that changed your practice as a doctor? Did it change it? Or uh, well, we got another child, so yes. there's <laughs> that 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 story probably changed it more because okay. the diagnosis just came together. Right. Um, yeah. Okay, so so Elon is the one child who was diagnosed after Lucas was born, but because of kind of because that that made things every really obvious. So mm. you, we kind of have to talk about what happened with Lucas, yes, to be able to talk about what happens with my what changed yeah, things. Yeah, if sure. that makes sense, yeah, yeah. So I, and I will try and do that quickly because I know that I get I get involved into this story and then I get and then I cry, it gets messy, and I get distracted. So I'm going to do my best to to just sort of go through it fairly yeah, yeah. succinctly. Yes. Um, and, yeah, I apologise if I no, don't. No, no. Safe place. But so Lucas, yeah, where do you want me to start? Normal, pretty uncomplicated pregnancy. Yep. Born at sec, born at term by um, cesarean section. So he's my third section. Um, Elon and Smashy were both um, in NICU because right. they had breathing issues. Um, wow. And even though they were born pretty much, well, uh, Elon was um, 36 weeks and Smashy, I think, was 37 and a half. But they both acted really preppy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, in fact, Smashy needed surfactant, which wow, was okay. really strange. You know, yeah. he's this big bruiser of a baby. Yeah. And they had to medivac him from the private hospital to the public hospital and give him surfactant because he was his oxygen was just dropping. Wow. And then he had the... He was in level three NICU with all these tiny babies. Oh, yeah. um, so here's the irony, right? My um, lovely private obstetrician said to me, Jenny, if you ever have any more babies, you need to have them in a public hospital mm. uh, with a high level NICU because I don't know what's going on with your genetics. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> but, but there might be some issue with how your babies make surfactant yes. because they, they act like they're really preemie and have rubbish lungs. Um, and so we had a lot of NICU trauma. Well, I thought we had a lot of NICU trauma. But it was nothing compared to well, to it is, the it was well, it was nothing, not nothing, not yeah. nothing. It was just um, that's not that's not fair. Yeah, it was it was well, it still was very traumatic. Time. Yes, but it and then it, the universe it, it said, end, hey. it ended. It, yeah, it ended, and they and they were yes, better from that ended. perspective. Yes, that's um, right. Yeah, and and it, you know they they recovered if you like, mm. and so then I I said okay, so I went to the public hospital with this pregnancy, and I went in and 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 I was having. Uh, contractions but obviously two seasons before it was a Sunday yep. we got someone to look after the kids so I'm just going to go in and get checked and uh, the, the the doctor was like oh should we just deliver him and I was like oh I don't know because it's only like 37 and a half and like other boys they had such issues with breathing what if yes. I comes too early and and I caused that and uh, you know yeah, and, yeah, and yeah, he was like yeah. listen you know you're already pretty you're much yeah. you're in labor yeah we need to get him out like let and I was like okay okay let's do it yeah yep. and you know, so we went in and we did the Caesar and they um, they gave him to me, right? Um, and they put him, uh, you, know, you know, they give uh, on the other side of the screen, they yes, give you him. Yes, yes, yes. So he, I'm holding this baby and I'm thinking, oh, he's not blue, which is like, you know, because yes. my other two boys were blue and that's great. But he, I looked down at him and his his right eye was really, really looking to the right, like, really looking to the right like he was almost looking inside his own brain right, right yeah and and I was like I had this horrible mm. deep 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 mm. feeling deep in my gut mm. that something wasn't right just by looking at his face but I just shoved it right oh back hell yeah, down yeah, there, yeah 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 right? yeah yeah because they took him it all happened so fast mm. and they they took him and they took him to the resuscitator yeah. and they're checking him out and I'm like there's a neonatal doctors over there 
And if there was anything wrong, they'd tell me. Yes. Yep. No. So we're all good. And I just, I just, I, it was quite fleeting, and I just sort of pushed it away. Yeah. Um. And then they gave me a lot of meds afterwards. I, I, the very, the next sort of night was a bit fuzzy. I don't really. I know mm. that I'd chosen not to breastfeed because um, I had struggled so badly with the yeah. first two boys, with them being in NICU, and I just decided. Only literally, probably on. at that moment, yeah. I wasn't. Yeah. Thank goodness, in retrospect, I yeah. wasn't going to try. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I was just going to let give myself the permission. Yeah. Not to not yeah. to go through that again. Yeah. Um. Anyway, the next day we were in the postnatal ward, um, and I was I, I, and I was say he the with first you? yes. So for the first time ever, I yeah. got a baby. Yeah. They yeah, gave yeah. me a baby. Yeah. 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 So so there's all these posts on social media, right? Welcome, this is Lucas, he's yes. this weight, this blah, blah, yes, blah, blah, yes, blah. Yes, yes. For the first time, I'm so delighted to be given my baby. I don't yeah. even really know what to do because I've never, I've never, never given had a baby one before, before <laughs> in, you know, well, during postnatal recovery. It's usually recovery. A, a nurse looking after him. Yep, or it's somewhere else. Yes. I'm, I'm left alone and the baby's somewhere else, which yes. is traumatic in itself. It's, yes, horrible. But I had this baby, but then I don't really remember the first night. And I, uh, looking back on it, I don't know if he just was – if he didn't actually need food or did yeah. the midwives feed him, I don't know. I really yeah. don't know. Yeah. And I don't really know how to find out. No. Um, and maybe I shouldn't. And yeah. the next, but the next day I remember um, the, the boys, so my other two boys came with their dad in the morning to meet him. And yeah. I have these beautiful photographs mm. of them holding him. He had his eyes closed, but they were holding him and, mm. you know, isn't this beautiful, happy, happy, yeah, happy. Yeah, yeah. And then a couple of hours later, later so, so my husband Steve took them off back to school and they had a carol concert that afternoon because um, it was Christmas because yep. December <laughs> and they um they came to do that newborn he- um, hearing screen yes yes so I was I was in the bed and I couldn't really get up because I was in a lot of pain post Caesar. yeah and they came and they did it and I was half watching her and then she sort of went oh and I was like oh what's yeah. oh. you know and she went oh, i don't really know um i got the one reading on one ear that was fine but then he i think he got a bit of a mucus plug he looked like he choked a little bit anyway I, I, he failed the other ear but i'll just come back tomorrow and i was like all right and off she went yeah and then about half an hour after that um he cried i was waiting for him to demand fed right i'm like yes. okay when he cries because I, again i haven't done this in the new no, like, no. they've been in nicu yes. on, and, and and ng fed so yes. i'm like how, I don't even know crying. how often yeah, they yeah, feed. Yeah, yeah. Like when did they cry? What do yeah. we do? Yes. Right? I'm like a new I'm like a new mum, but not yeah, a new mum. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, there's this cry, and I'm like, okay. And I get to sit up. Yeah. Because he's ready for a feed, right? Yeah. And then it stops. Like stops. Like dead. Stops dead. Right. And I'm like, and I hadn't quite set up yet. And I'm like, okay, that's weird. Yeah. And then I stop and I'm quiet. And all I hear is this. <sighs> and I'm like, oh no. Yeah. He's going to have breathing problems yes. too. So I press the button. Yes. And it's a busy, busy Big hospital. public hospital. Yeah. It, it, it takes a long time, bless mm. them, for these midwives to come. Oh, yeah. They're By un- the, yeah. Oh, massively overworked yeah. and understuffed. Yeah. Anyway, they, they come and they're like, what's up? And I said, well, I thought he needed a feed. Um, but he stopped crying and then he was breathing fox. And they look at him and they said, okay, we'll go get him checked. So they whisk him off. They come back. He's fine. I'm okay. Like, You're like, good. Strange. Okay, good. Did you believe also, them? Um, you want that to. the first time? Yes, I right. think so. Because yep. again, I was just like, it was all happened so quick that I was just like, oh, okay. Yeah. Yep. But then it happened again. slow when you've had a seizure. So you can't get oh. out and have a quick look. I got, no, I couldn't see. So the bassinet was, was at the side of the bed. I could, and he was swaddled. 
Tight yes, swaddle, it's like a little yes. like banana. Yeah. Um, and <laughs> you know, I, so you couldn't. He was tight. I couldn't see his face. Mm. I could only, and I couldn't see his body movements. Um, mm. I could only, and I was just like, oh, okay. And I'm also, I'm like in so much pain and post anesthetic yeah. and all this kind of stuff. That I'm just like, okay. But then it happened again, mm. and the second time I was like, no, what is going yeah. on? And and again, I by the time they came. The breathing, I think it was still up a little, but he was still breathing a bit fast. But it was the same high-pitched cry, very short. Um, and also, in retrospect, something was happening before that, but I didn't know because I was only alerted by the, by cry. the cry. Yeah. Yeah. And so, <coughs> excuse me, they um, they came and they said, okay, uh, we're just going to get him checked again. And then they came back and they said, look, he's fine. And, I, and I'll never forget this part because this midwife said to me, and she obviously thought I was a bit anxious and yeah, a bit, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. I don't always, know what she thought. Always, yeah. But she said, why don't I give you some skin to skin? That might just regulate things. Mm -hmm. And I will never forget that line because I remember thinking, it won't fucking regulate things. No. Something is really, wrong. really wrong. Yeah. Um, and Did they know you were a doctor? Yes. Okay. But yeah, maybe yeah. anxious doctor. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but they just, yeah, she just gave him to me. Mm. And so he's now unraveled. Like yep, from yep. the sheet, yes, yes, and lying on my chest, yes, and he's he's asleep, right? So uh, that's fine. And about uh, maybe 10, 15 minutes later, all of a sudden, his eyes, like his eyes, sort of opened, but they deviated to the right, like mm. um, massively deviated to the right, and then his whole body twisted to the other side, so it stiffened, and his body, his mm. arms went to the side, his body was stiff as a board. Oh. And I just grabbed my phone. Yes. And I started filming it. So I'm holding so the smart. camera. Uh, because I'm like, this is going to end and they're not going to know. They're not going to believe me. Uh, they're not going to believe me. Right. Wow. And so I've got this video, which I couldn't watch for no, a long no, no, time no, no, without no, no. sobbing. No, no. Yeah. Um, but I've got this video of this child. So, and you can hear the buzzer in the background. Yes. Ding, ding, you know. Yeah. And, and, and so he does this. And then at the end of this, so he goes stiff, 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 stiff. And and then he go and I didn't get the stiffness because even that only lasted a few. By the time I had yes. back from my phone, but I got the bit afterwards where he's like his eyes are like kind of half closed, and then he goes yeah. uh, uh, like so much so that his head sort of comes off my chest, and then he lets out this high pitched cry, um, and then that and he and a really high pitched cry, and then it stops. And after that, his eyes are closed, and he just he's like floppy, yeah. and his eyes are closed, and he's just going. <laughs> Yeah, like a dog, God, right? Yeah. And I knew. Yeah. I knew what I'd just seen. Of course you did. And I knew what it was. Yes. But I didn't want to acknowledge no, that I knew what it was. No, no. So I, I, then they turn up, right, because yeah. the buzz is still going. And I've got my phone and I just, but I could not speak. No, okay. absolutely couldn't speak. not. You couldn't, no. Couldn't get a single word no. out. No. And they looked at me and they looked at him. Yeah. And he was still breathing quite right. I think they were a bit quicker on the buzzer then because yeah. now I'd ring the buzzer three times. And they're yes, like, we better you know, go. they still took a while. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, as in two or three minutes. Mm. So, so the, 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 the event was over. Yes. But he was still quite uh, rapidly breathing. Anyway, they scooped him up and they said, okay, Jenny, this is now, you know, he looks okay. He looks okay. But yeah. this is the third time something's happened. So we're just going to take him down to NICU and get the doctors to have a look. Yeah. And I nodded because I could not speak. No. And I stood up. Now, I can't tell you how much pain I was in at that yeah, point in time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, and I stood up. Um, and this is pure adrenaline, isn't it? Like, oh, I stood yeah, up. Yeah. 
I grabbed my drip cage yes. thing, <laughs> right? And and they and I remember them looking at me going, "What's she doing? Oh, yeah. she's doing? She's following us." <laughs> yeah. But I couldn't speak. I just no. I was like a I was like a zombie with my little yeah, drip cage, right? Yeah, yeah. And I'm like, and I just followed them. Mm, I didn't mm. I didn't ask. I didn't speak. And then I walked through label like postnatal ward, mm, mm. and one of my patients was there. Oh, of course, right? <laughs> And she's like, Dr. Jenny, oh, congratulations. Oh, my God. And she's got this beautiful little baby. Mm. And I I couldn't get any words out. No. And I just patted her on her back, like mm. on her shoulder, right? Yeah. Just patted her. I said nothing and I kept walking. And I remember her eyes following me. You know when you can yeah, feel that someone's eyes in the back? Yeah. So I'm walking down the corridor and I remember her eyes following me like what was that? Yeah. What is going on? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and then we we had to go down a couple of floors, I think, in the lift yep, to get yep, to NICU. Yep. And we walk in, and they have got a doctor waiting, and she puts him on the resuscitator, and the midwives are around, and I just I, I sort of sat down, collapsed down onto this yes. chair, and I'm watching her back, and she's examining Lucas, and she's like, um okay, breathing's good, there's no sign of respiratory distress, blah, 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 yeah, blah, yeah. all the chat. But I know that she's assessing him now like for breathing and that's fine. Yes. But I still couldn't speak. Um, and then she went, right, I'm not worried about what I'm seeing, not quite sure what's going on, but I'm not worried about him now. Yeah. And then all I managed to get out was I think he had a seizure. Yeah. And I clearly will never forget her whole body. So she was facing away from me towards the resuscitator, yeah, right? yeah. She just went stock still. And you can imagine in her head is like, yeah. fuck. Yes, yes. This is <laughs> Where why did that come here. from? Yes. That, that nobody told me that. Yes, but yes. She didn't say, she didn't say no, that. No, she can't right? say that. I don't know if I'm allowed to swear. Oh, yeah, doctor. absolutely. All right. So, <laughs> I said. So she, so she, she's, but, but I can tell that in her head. Oh, yeah, like, everything changes. But she doesn't look at me. She's no, just, yeah, she can just yeah, see it yeah, from her yeah. body language, right? <laughs> and she takes this, and the midwives have just got these gaping mouths. Yeah. They're like, where did that come from? You didn't tell us. Yeah. No, because I couldn't speak. No, you can't speak. Yeah, I get and it. And she, she just stopped and then she turned around. She could just take a deep breath like, okay. Yes. She turned around. She came over to me. She pulled up a chair and she said, Jenny, okay, I was called to assess a child with rapid breathing. Mm. What's this about a seizure? And the midwives yeah. immediately went, well, nobody said anything about a seizure. We didn't yeah, tell yeah, her. Yeah, and yeah, I was yeah, like, yeah. I know. And then, yeah, yeah. and um, and she looked at me and she said, "Why? Why do you think he had a seizure?" So I got my phone out of my pocket uh, and I said, "That's why." And I remember her watching it because I was watching every yeah, single, yeah, yeah, every yeah. single facial muscle for each reaction. Yes. Because I, I wanted to be wrong. I've yeah, never wanted, wanted to be to more go, wrong. No, that's just in a my life. Newborn thing. Yeah. Yep. And she and she watched the beginning bit. And I remember I've missed the eye deviation. I've yes. missed the stiffing. So you've just got this where he's breathing fast. Yeah. Um, and you haven't even got, I've missed a cry because but yeah. it all happened in, in seconds. Yeah. Um, but he, he does this this thing. So he's, he's breathing fast and she's like, mm. and then he goes, uh, and she went, yeah. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> like, she goes, that's a bit funny. Okay. Yes. All right. I can see why. She goes, look, it could just be um, Sandifers. Now, Sandifers is like um, bad reflux that can cause right, right. almost like, look, yep. it looks like seizure activity, yep. but it's not. Yeah. She says, I tell you what. Let, we'll just keep him here. We're about to do changeover of staff. So there'll be lots of faces around. I'm going to just put him here at the in this like open bassinet yeah. at the front of NICU. And we're just going to keep an eye on him for like four hours. Yeah. And we're going to just monitor him. Yep. And then I'll let you know. Yep. And 
and I and she was trying to be reassuring, bless her. But I knew that that and yeah, I just yeah. knew. Yeah. And then I stood up and I walked walked back, back to lab mm. to postnatal ward um, without your baby alone. Yeah. Yeah. Terrible. Yeah. It's a long, um, long walk. Yeah. Yeah. Past yes. all the moms. Yes, <laughs> with their babies. I know. Oh, quiet. I wasn't going to cry. You're, you're allowed to cry. It's a huge thing that we go through and yeah you can't then, mm. I didn't even know if I should tell my husband because I didn't know what to tell him yet. of course and he was at a Christmas carol concert uh. with the boys so I'm like okay I mean you can't write I'm gonna say down. anything yet no because I don't even know what to write yeah. so what I did was I actually put it into um a medical mom's group which is been one of my okay. biggest, most amazing supports. Yes. So we have a group on Facebook, which is just moms who are doctors. Yes. Okay. And so I said, this is happening and I think something's very wrong. And and they were also not going to fob me off, right? No, you know? they weren't. Um, yeah, because you wouldn't put it in there. No, and also they wouldn't be like, um, oh, don't worry, I'm sure it's fine. Yes. Because doctors never say they that. They don't, no. They know yeah, that's um, often not the they case. They know things, yeah. Are, yeah. But they were like, oh, but they, there was someone to talk to. Yes. Uh, and, and they were like, okay, what's happening? They were more like, what's happening? Yes. So half an hour later, <laughs> um, so I've got this half an hour. It's a long time a to lay in a room by yourself without time. your baby. Yeah. Were you in a shared room? No, I was oh, alone. Oh, that's Which is probably a good thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, mm. she came in holding this phone. And um, she said, the doctor wants to speak to you. Oh, my God. Yeah. And I said, oh, yeah. okay. And she said, hi, Jen. And she said, I'm really sorry, but mm. Lucas is not where you left him. Oh uh, Lucas is, is now in the top level of of, um, of the NICU. Okay. Uh, he, he, um, he unfortunately had about four more of those episodes, and we are fairly sure that they are seizures. And mm. so he, uh, we are going to, we're arranging an MRI of his brain. Mm. We're doing a lumbar puncture as we speak. <gasps> and um, yeah. we've taken some bloods off him and um, we're putting in an NG tube and he's right. He's, he's, he's there. And I said, what, what does that mean? Mm. And she said, okay, well, um, 80% of the time, because the other thing about being medical yeah. is that people, other medics, they can't. They can't bullshit you. No, they can't. Or they can't drip no, feed you no, some information. No, no. Or or give you a And you know the question. Not a platitude, but yeah. yeah, because we will often be very deliberately gentle on patients by, by giving them bits of only as much information as they need until we're sure because yes. what's the point in but you can't do that to a doctor. No, you can't. Because she knows as soon as you get off the phone, I'm on my phone yes. and I'm researching every single thing about neonatal seizures. So yes. she might as well be straight with me, yes. right? So she said 80% of the time it's going to be a structural problem, like a stroke or a bleed. We'll find that on an MRI. Yeah. And the other 40% of the time, uh, 20% of the time, sorry, most of that is going to be a metabolic cause. Um, so we do bloods to find out what mm, that is. Mm. And we will need to arrange an EEG. Mm. But that's the, and we do a lumbar puncture to, sorry, 80% of the time it's structural or infection. Mm. So we're going to put yep. him on antibiotics to cover yep. meningitis. Yep. We're going to put him on antivirals, even though I've never had, you know, like there's no history of herpes yeah, or anything. Yeah, like. yeah. They just do everything, right? Of they course, cover everything. Yes. So we're going to do that, and then we're going to, you know, we're going to. That's our first stage. I said, okay. And then, then I had to phone my husband. Um, Did you call him? Yeah. Oh my god. Was he still <laughs> at was, Carol's? 
Yeah. Oh, Jenny. Uh, and um, yeah. as far as he knew, he'd left. Yeah, and he'd just Everything been cuddling. Was, yeah. Yeah. And um, we have no family in the country. Like we not. have a, one sister-in-law in the state, but not, yeah. no, no, nobody. So he just, I just said, I, I think he's having, and he broke down on the phone. He never breaks down ever, like yeah, ever. Yeah, yeah. Um, and he said, okay, what do you want me to do? And I said, I want you to come. Yeah, I want, and he to, said, I want you to be here. What do I do with the kids? And I said, I, I don't know. I'll ask. So I asked some friends. I messaged some friends and we, I can't remember for, for we split them up or something. Yeah, they yeah, went yeah. somewhere um, and he came in and, and then he uh, uh, said he was quite emotional at that point. He said, well, what does it mean? I said, I don't know. Um, but and we, we need to face it together. We, yeah. And, um, and anyway, I, they quite quickly found out that the MRI was normal, which initially was a relief. Yeah. Um, in retrospect, possibly a wasn't yeah, a relief yeah. at all. Yeah. Um, but it was a relief then in that, you know, he had a massive stroke or something. That yes. was that was my first fear. Yes. And then um, and then they said, okay, we're going to keep him on. They didn't want to put him on medication yet because they didn't really know what they were treating and yeah, yeah. The, the, the next morning there was a ward around so it's, my husband had to go home again look after the of kids course. eventually yes. so there I was alone in this person yes. there ward in pain not no knowing baby. what was going on mm. no baby uh, a baby that I and I all I can do is google yeah and research oh, yeah and find you know I think at that point I messaged my sister-in-law and said I shouldn't have looked up infantile epileptic encephalopathy. Yes. And she said, no, you absolutely should not have because that's incredibly rare and it's it's very unlikely to be that. And it, good, the chances are that it, you know, that everything's going to be fine. And I still haven't forgiven her. No. <laughs> How dare she give you that <laughs> she advice? Was, well, no, but, but she was like, but it nearly always is, Jen. I didn't yeah, know. And I'm like, I know. I know. I know. Um, but I think I knew. Yeah. I knew something. You probably did. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I just knew. Anyway, um, it, the they 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 the the doctor the neonatal doctor the next morning on the ward round, I remember he said to me, "Okay, Jen, it could either be something really quite benign, or it could be catastrophic." Wow, <laughs> great! Oh. <laughs> and I'm and you're like, and do he I was get just, to choose? <laughs> mm, he was just seizing seizure after seizure after seizure after yeah, seizure after okay, seizure. You could just boy. watch his little body go through cycles of seizure. And so did you constantly. keep going down to the <laughs> Walking yep. all that way, and yeah. so I would, yep, I'd go to NICU, and then eventually I actually self-discharged from the hospital because yeah. I just couldn't take postnatal ward anymore. No, no, we and don't I feel like I, you belong there, do you? No, and it, and I was in pain, and I just wanted to go home and be with my other boys, yeah. and then go in on my terms. Yep. So yep. they actually then said, "Look, we're trying to arrange an EEG, but mm. they couldn't get one done until day three because December, oh, and yeah. um, they have to come across from the children's hospital of with course. the machine." Yes. So anyway, they finally got it done on day three and they phoned me from the hospital. Uh, the neonatal doctor registrar phoned me and she said, hi, Jenny. I hadn't gotten in yet. It was about maybe, I think it was on overnight and it was, or then it got, it got yep, yep. electronically thingy me to the neurologist. Yes. She said, look, I'm really sorry to tell you this over the phone, um, but it's quite urgent. But we've had his EEG done, and it, he has got lots and lots of seizure activity. But that's not all. He his background brain activity is highly abnormal. Mm. Um, so he has he has an encephalopathy, and even as a doctor, I didn't really know what that meant. Mm. I was like, "What do you mean?" And she's like, "Well, to be honest, I don't really know. Um, all I know is that the neurologists want him 
in an ambulance and sent to the pediatric ICU at the children's hospital immediately. Oh so God. do you want to come meet us here? Do you want to meet us at the children's? Oh, like my, I didn't think my stomach could drop any lower, but it can. No. And I went, um, well, we'll meet you at the children's because it's, it's you get him same, same, same yeah. yeah. And then I had to go out. And remember, I'm still post-season. Yes. In the, the most enormous pain because Day I'm doing three. way more than I should have been doing. Yeah. Um, and I just went, and I can't drive, obviously. No. So I just had to go through my husband. I said, we have to go to the children's hospital. And he was like, what, why? Oh, and I said, God. explained. Yep. And he just, and then we just drove in silence because we didn't, neither of us had well, words. Words. No. And when we arrived, I remember that the neurologist it was reminding me of Dr. House because she was standing watching him and he was seizing because he was always seizing, right. hundreds and hundreds of seizures a day. Yeah. But she was kind of watching him seize, like, like yes, you know, really almost like she could him. see the pathways yeah. of the bits of the brain that were doing stuff. Yeah. And she was like, you know, hi. And like, um, so she explained, uh, she said, look, he's got, yeah, he's, he's pretty much in a, in a bad way. He's pretty sick. Mm. Um, but this could, you know, we're going to put him on vitamin B, I think it was, to cover presumed metabolic causes. And we're going to put him on a, a, the first seizure medication, which really made no difference. Yeah. Um, he was bombed out, completely bombed out. So he just didn't move. It's this tiny little baby who was either seizing or unconscious. Yeah, God. Yeah. He didn't respond to anything. No. Um, and he's in this tight, this huge bed, like yeah. with this one nurse just oh, stand, yeah. her whole job, one nurse to sit constantly pick intensive care pediatric intensive care is next level oh, to NICU I can imagine because it, it's it's yeah. like just one it's like all the children there's only one child per yeah, massive room with yeah. all the machines there's little windows between each bay so you can see the next child yeah because of safety yes of the, course there is no privacy there's no yeah there's safety they need to check so if one kid um yeah. crashes that 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 they can they can see, see. that the more eyes the better yeah. so and Jeez. everyone is just what a learning curve. Uh, there's every there's, there's no you know bed, no. right? Or like com- no, there's no, no, no comfort. That there is like this room, all the machines, all the beaming, all the everything, and then there's one there's one sort of chair if you want to be there, but you can't touch your child. You can't you know there's this basically one observer who's sitting there and monitoring all the machines, constantly writing, watching, timing the seizures. He's got an EEG on, so he's got stickers all over his brain. He's got yeah. a video. And they're like, just be careful. That films you and records you. So when yeah. they watch the EEG, they'll hear what you say, just to let you know. <laughs> um, and and my husband couldn't manage, he couldn't handle it. No. He would drop me off and go to the parents' room with his iPad and say, tell me when you're done. Yeah. Uh, he just, it well, was it's too it's triggering. It's yeah. trauma. Yeah. yeah. So, but it, which I don't blame him for at all, but I had also had to do it alone. I know. Um, it's nice and, to have someone to hold you. Yeah. He cut a long story short, he, um, or shorter, he, um, they put him on a second drug, then they put him on a third drug, still completely bombed out, still seizing. Mm. Um, and I had looked up by this stage that like, you know, the neck, the, the most causes were metabolic. And then the last few percent were genetic. And mm. from my research, which is a little bit outdated now. I think that, that, you know, we know a lot more than when a lot of the stuff was mm, mm. maybe out there from, from my medical, um, yeah. where I was looking. Um, they had something called Otahara syndrome, which is um, when you have seizures in very early infancy. Yeah. Uh, they're usually associated with some sort of genetic abnormality. I think in, in years past, they didn't always know what they were. Now yes. we, we were able to identify yes. a lot of yes. them. Yes, yes, yes. Um, 
but I remember one website described the prognosis as dire and another one as dismal. Great, great. Um, Two yeah. D words uh, you don't really yeah. want associated with your beautiful baby. And that they were unlikely to survive a year. Oh, great. So I I was and kind of like. Did you take that information to the staff or did you just sit with it? I sat with it. Yeah. Um, because it was a waiting game. Yeah. It was a waiting game for the metabolic results, right? Right, yeah. So day five, um, the metabolic blood results were due. So I was, again, I hadn't got into the hospital yet. Of course. <laughs> because I would, I would take my kids to school yeah, or, or, or you know, children. do them, spend yeah. the morning with them and then I would go in and then I'd come back. And it takes ages the end to get school. dressed when you've had a Caesar. Yep. What do I wear that doesn't And then have I'd have to go to the school. And then uh, like in the afternoon I'd have to get all the emails from all the massive meltdowns that yeah, Elon that had had. hasn't stopped. Yep. And, well, that escalated of hugely. Of course it did. And then I'd go to the school and sit outside his classroom waiting to speak to the teacher, sobbing. Oh, um, Lordy, it's too much, you know. Yeah. yeah. About, I'd have to manage that in the afternoon, every day almost. Every like day. I'd manage it during yeah. the day and then I'd get after school emails and have to manage whatever yeah. had gone catastrophically wrong in the classroom that yeah, day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and it was coming up to, you know, it was basically almost the end of term yeah. as well because it was, it was coming up for Christmas. Yeah. And it was a Friday. Um, it was only one working week left before Christmas. Right. Um, and I got this phone call early in the morning. It was like early, like half past eight, right? Yeah, yeah. And he said, hello, Jenny, my name's Dr. So-and-so. I'm one of the geneticists. Uh, and at that point. Yeah, you knew. I knew. Yeah. Because oh, I was like, God. if you're phoning me, yes. metabolic screen's normal. His next words yes. were, the metabolic screen, the metabolic doctors are happy. There's nothing there and I'm like this is okay necessary and he said anyway thing. I'm I'm sorry to do this to you but I need you and your husband to come into the hospital as soon as you can um he said I've managed to get Lucas enrolled on a trial a clinical trial in Melbourne um and the clinical trial basically will um do rapid genome testing oh, for genetic right. for, yeah. for it's only for babies having seizures in NICU like wow. early early seizures yeah yeah, yeah. and Normally the testing takes up to three months and it's sent to America. He yes, said, but there's yes. a trial. I've got him enrolled. He said, I've, and he, this guy must have spent. Oh, what a machine. Uh, he, yeah. yeah. I mean, I, I never, I don't even remember his name. I wish I could, yeah. if, you know, if he listens yeah. to this, thank you. Yeah. But he must have worked his butt off oh, yeah. to get him enrolled on this trial. And he said, mm. but Jenny, it takes five days for this, this, this test to be run. And we only have five days oh, before everything stops God, for Christmas. Of course. So you've got to come. You've got to come. She, he goes, we're taking Lucas's blood right now. You need to come with your husband because we have to take your, your blood. blood. Yeah. Because, it, you know, it's, it's all to do with genetics, yeah. right? And I'm like, I couldn't even, I was just like, okay, okay, okay. And I got off the phone and I broke down. Yeah. And I couldn't speak. And my husband's like, what, what is it? Is and it I now? just, like, is he dead? And yeah, I was yeah. just like, I, and I said, nobody's going to be. Yeah. And he went, what do you mean? I said, he's not going to live. Because yeah. that's all that's left. Yeah. And he just, he, he, he's my rock when it comes to practical stuff. Mm. And I'm his rock when it comes to the medicine, right? Yes. So he just, we just, we just drove yeah. in silence. Yeah. And I had no words to say to and him. This is only five days after he's been born. Yes. Yes. Like it sounds like six months has gone by. I know. Yeah. He's five, five days, days old. Five days old. And we turned up and we were met 
at the picky door by the genetic counselor who mm, rushed us into this window. We had the quickest genetic counseling yeah, you've ever. Yes, yes. I don't even remember what she said. Time. I just nodded and yeah. smiled. No, we had no time. We had no time for the niceties. No, of, no, no. We're by the way, we might turn up this, this, yes, and this. Yes, yes. You might have a bracket gene yeah, and whatever. Yeah, 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 like, you know, I was like, whatever. I don't care. Like, yep, just, just, just do it. Yeah. And so she did her best to do, you know, do you realize this, this, and this? And I was like, whatever, 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 whatever. We walked to the place to get our bloods done. We sat there like matching chairs, you know, getting our blood drawn. Mm-hmm. And then we went back to Lucas and um, we, he went back to the, to the, to the parents room. And I went back yes. inside and I just, one of the nurses, no, the social worker, mm. she said to me, oh, Jen, he's, um, it's great. Look, he's, he's responding a little bit, you know? And I looked at her and I said, well, it's not great. And she said, what do you mean? And I said, well, he's going to die. And she looked at me. (laughs) She was like, what? And I said, well, that's all that's left, isn't it? He's not going to survive. So it's not really good that, you know, if he's going to die, I don't want him to live. You know, I just want him to to, to go. To go peacefully. Yeah. Yeah. I don't want him to suffer. I don't want to watch him seize anymore. If he's not. You know, if he has not got a chance, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. And um, she was like, "I think you just need a cuddle." <laughs> and I was like, "No, I don't want to no cuddle." No cuddle's going to fix this, sadly. And she looked at me and she said, "Do you not want to cuddle him because you're afraid to bond with him because you think he's going to die?" And I said, "Yep." Yeah. And I sat down in the chair. I said, "Yep." Yeah, of course I am. Um, not that you can because I'm terrified. No, but, but I know what I you was mean. Completely yes. irrational. Yeah, of course. But you were also me- coping. You had two other children. And I, I just think of it now and it makes me cringe. But that was in that no, moment. No, I think that's there yeah. are no thoughts which are which are not okay. Right. And, and, no, and I wanna I wanna not. tell yes. I say that to my patients yes. all the time. You can there are no you don't have to feel guilty no. for thinking anything. No. There's no right or wrong. Your brain is in pure shock and survival mode. Yeah. And and all the strangest thoughts, you know, all I'm trying to do is imagine what is my life or our lives or his life going to yeah, look like, yeah. you know, stupid things like, like, you know, you imagine that you'll have children and then you bring them up and then they leave home and then you have retirement and, yes. you know, what does that look like? Finances. Will I we ever know, go on holiday again? I the know. stupidest thoughts go through your brain. Really quickly which really too. don't matter. They go really quickly. Really quickly. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like windows. But they like, do oh, but what matter because we had all those preconceived ideas and we didn't know we yeah. had them. No, you don't. And your know brain's looking through them all, and you don't know you have prejudices until no, you're faced you with dealing not. with it. Um, and I remember thinking, I'm not going to cope. Yeah, how am I going to cope? I, you know, I've got this this full on job. I, I've got this kid who's already not easy. I'm the breadwinner. Um, I'm the breadwinner. I don't have any time already. This was like the you know lucky lucky last. Yeah, that I've got to go back to work in six weeks. I don't. I'm a doctor. I, I I've got no sick pay. I've got no paid leave. No, I've got no. You work for yourself. Oh, you know. Um, Steve was also casual, so we basically we don't earn if we're not at work. No, we, yeah. What I can't do this. I can't. I can't do this. Like no. I don't even know what this is, but I can't and you're do like, it. I've got no family here. I can't nope. do it. I've got no choice, got, but I can't do it. Yeah, yeah. And and I said, what do I can't do it? You know. Yeah. And the neurologist came, and she was lovely but blunt, and she said, "Look, Jenny, I'm ashamed of this, and a little bit of ashamed of this now." But I said, "What if I can't?" Look after him. Like, what if yeah. I can't do this? And she goes, you're already doing it. Mm-hmm. And I said, what do you mean? She goes, well, you're here. Yeah. You could have walked out of the hospital. Yeah. And, and I was like, oh. And she said, I'm going to tell you this simply because I feel that you just need to know that there's a line 
Um, I don't think for a second that you're ever going to get close to it. But there are sometimes moms that look after babies whose families can't look after them. You know, mm. they might look after like kids who are abused. They might look after kids who are severe disabilities. Mm. Um, but they're there. And I was like, okay. okay. I, just, I think I just needed – Yeah. I was because, so scared yes. and so terrified that I couldn't do it. Yeah. That I just needed to know yeah, what, what would happen if I couldn't. Yeah. Um, now, I, like the thought of that is abhorrent, but like uh, in that moment. But like, they're the real got, questions uh, and know. some people just don't ask them. Yeah. And I, I, and I and am ashamed of asking you them. now though. Don't people say to you, well, how do you cope? Like, oh, yeah, oh, I don't. Yeah. There yeah. is no magic fi- fairy. There's no, no one. Or, you know, you're so strong. No, I'm not. No. You know, <laughs> um, I'm in survival mode all the time. Yeah. Like, um, I'm sure your I cortisol think, levels are Yeah, high. my cortisol levels are through the roof. Yeah. And I never stop, ever. No. Ever, 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 no, ever. No, I haven't. You can't. In four years. No. Nope. And so, you know, is that coping? Is well, it? Is it survival? No, is it? Survival. You know, I don't yeah. know. No, I but, don't know either. But yeah, um, he he they they put him on three different drugs. Eventually, the third one seemed to help his seizures. They they reduced quite a lot of frequency. We, we went to the ward, um, mm. and we were in this small little room with three other mums who I'm still friends with to this day. Yeah, um, they were all we were in. We called it the naughty ward because <laughs> <laughs> it was the children, it was the baby ward, but our room was opposite the nurses' station. Yeah, and it really was. The it was babies. the it was the naughty babies, the ones yeah. that seized or dropped their oxygen yeah. or did not um, behave. tried to die, right? And you're like, and of so, course my child's naughty. Yeah, <laughs> yeah not, not bad enough to be in, in NICU but, or PICU, but they wanted to keep, you know. Yeah, and these yeah. other mums, Lucas was so quiet for ages because he just was so conked out until he would seize and then he'd hear this cry. And I wasn't there all the time. I refused to stay there. Yeah, um, yeah and that's they okay. Wanted, you know, I said, I have to go home and see my kids, mm. and then I will come back the next day. And also they wouldn't feed me because I wasn't breastfeeding. Yeah. So, oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> oh, so, my God, we're so prejudiced. So, um, well, they, well, they say we only feed the patient. And so if you're – so we'll give you formula, but then we'll give the other mums food because they're feeding – they're breastfeeding them. So they would come in and they would feed all the other mums, but then they wouldn't feed me. They, other mums were so embarrassed. They'd always be, like, sneaking me stuff. But it didn't matter because I would – I mean, in the grand scheme of things, because I, I would get, I'd go home. Yeah, and I'd but get, also I'd bring, we've got someone who's baby's sick, who's going through some trauma. Yeah. Give her a cake yeah. and a well, just roll. Well, just meal, just, just a, yeah. Yeah, you know, don't. The no, bowl of soup. The, society, yeah. the system is so broken. Yeah. Um, and I, I think it, if I hadn't been local, though, it would have been horrific. Yeah. If I'd been, like, staying in McDonald's, yeah, what's his McDonald's face's house, house yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> and, like, having to cook all my own meals or buy everything because you're already having to pay for parking. You're already have to pay yes, for, Yes, it's know, so expensive. And you you want sort of decent food. Then it would have been awful to not yeah. be able to be fed. But because I could go home, it wasn't as bad, um, you know, for me because I could bring food in with me and, and stuff like yeah, that. I but know. And I know you said but it was that. Also, it was still pretty It horrific. also wasn't great though. No, it was, it's yeah. not great. And it should not be in a your good space. job to take care of yourself at that point yeah. in time. And I was kind of like, can I buy the formula and then you feed me? Yeah. It's easier to buy the, for- <laughs> the formula. Because I don't want to um, drink the formula, but I am hungry. Yeah. Like, but you said you only feed, I'll feed the patient, you feed me. Yeah. Um, because it's quite easy to buy formula. Yes. Um, mm. To arrange meals is, is hard. But um, when he was, so when he was nine days old, I was sitting in this ward and he'd, he'd 
been in and out of, of when he would have big um, uncontrolled seizures, they'd ring the met call, that horrible alarm that is still like a massive yeah, PTSD yeah. trigger for all oh, of us in that be. in the naughty room, right? Yes, yes. Um, we hear that noise and all of us like are like, oh, yeah, yeah. Um, and what, you know, one of the little boys in that room is not with us anymore yeah. who, um, you know, he also had a, an epileptic encephalopathy. Yeah. Um, but I'm still in touch with his mom yeah. a lot. Um, but, yeah, so they would be – they would kind of watch him when I wasn't there, these moms. Mm. Um, you know, and one, I remember one mom, she was like, she'd press the buzzer and then she'd walk up and she'd go, Lucas is having a seizure. <laughs> <laughs> and they'd come running because she was like, I know his noise. <laughs> like, I know. Yeah. Um, anyway, they, uh, I was sitting, a friend of mine came to see me um, in the hospital mm. and I was um, sitting there and the, my phone rang. And I think, I'm not quite sure what I think that they, there was some confusion as to whether who was the patient and who was the doctor. I'm not entirely ah, sure, but yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I got this phone call and, and they said, hello, it's Dr. So-and-so burning from the Melbourne genetic oh, unit. Yes, right? yes, yes. Or whatever they were. I don't know who they were, whatever yeah. they, who they were, they were. And I was like, oh, hi. And they said, so um, we're phoning about um, Lucas. And I'm like, like yeah. Yes, of course. And they, so th- she said, okay, so we have found um, a pathogenic variant on the KCNQ2 gene. Uh, that will be responsible for his symptoms. It's associated with severe to profound intellectual impairment, motor impairment, and language impairment, and also associated with severe autism. And we would be recommending his, his, to his team that you treat him with a sodium channel blocker. It's probably the most effective drug therapy that there is, but um, there isn't. You know, it's not it's not curable. Often the seizures resolve in early infancy, but the developmental concerns remain the same. Literally like that. <gasps> oh my God! Yes, yeah, so they did think you were his doctor. I, but I don't know because my name is. I, yeah, I don't yeah, know. yeah, yeah. But all I know was that I was like, slow down. Yes. <laughs> Which jumble of letters did you yes. just say? Because I need a pen. Yes. Um, and I ended up like just grabbing that the, the happened to be that the neurologists were doing, the, the registrars were yes. doing their ward round. Yes. And they were busy in the middle of a personal conversation yes. with this other child. And I just walked in there. I was like, excuse me. <laughs> <laughs> you, need to, you need to give me a pen or just take this phone. And write down what she says. Yes, yes. And they yes. were like, they look at me and this family look at me and I'm like, yeah. sorry. And then I, <laughs> I'm like, I can't, I have to do this now. Yeah. I don't know how and to then, ring this person back. No, I can't ring this person back. So, and this registrar did write it down and she gives me back the phone. And then I was left alone to sit. So I, of course, Googled it. Of and course. I, I had read everything there was to read about KCNQ2 and none of it was good, right? Mm. Or even close to giving me any hope whatsoever. Mm. Um and there was, it's super rare. So that I'd read it all in two hours. I'd read everything there was to read. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Everything. Every article, every yeah, study. You, you. Yeah. Yeah. And I understood every single yes, word. Yes, yes, of so course. So I had no, I don't know. I still didn't know what I was facing, but I knew it was not. Yeah. There was yeah, no yeah. hope that it wasn't going to be, you know, there wasn't going to be a, he'd be the big, one that was different yes, or like, you yes, know, I yes. was, I was yeah. ter- like desperately looking or like a couple of outlier cases, right? Yeah, that maybe, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. Something against um, the odds. But I, and there were some kids that would have like benign courses and some yes severe. But anyway, <clears throat> I would look at that and go, no, it's not happening. And and uh, you know, then we we had a diagnosis which helped, but also he was already on that medication. So I'm like, well, uh, there's no, now there's nothing we can there do, is there? Nothing. Jeez. Because he's on that already. That was what had actually helped. Yeah. And that's actually the medication he still remains on. And if we miss a dose of that, 
he has a seizure like clockwork 10 hours later. Really? Like it was just two hours before his next dose. So if we miss his dose, we don't get away with it. Wow. Um, and so he's that, it's that brittle. Yeah. Um, and then it was all, yeah. And how long I, did I'm you conscious- stay in NICU or in the, uh, in the naughty room? In the naughty room. So we were in hospital for six weeks. Wow. Um, all over Christmas. Yes. New yes. Year, in all fact, the birthdays. All the birthdays. Uh, in fact, my wonderful friends, school friends, organized a birthday party for Elon. Um, they just said, you just have to turn up if you can. Yeah. Like you can come in at what, whatever point you get back yeah. from the hospital. And they had one mum organize the, what they were going to do, went to the movies. And, of course, Elon didn't have many friends and struggled no. with birthday parties. So it wasn't a simple birthday to no. organize. It was a birthday party. Bless them. Party. Um, yeah, there are good people in the a, world. Yeah. One made a cake, one made birthday bags. And I actually got back from the hospital as they were singing happy birthday to him outside. They'd been to the movies and they rallied together. I mean, that was the most incredible thing. My community, yeah. my friends. Um, Don't you see the best of people at the worst absolutely. of times? They you know? were m- absolutely amazing. And yeah. the support I had was enormous um, yeah. and still is, but in the, especially in that, yeah. you know, they, we did a go, the medical moms persuaded me to do a go. I was like, no, no, no. Yeah. But you know what? I think I've learned as well that you have to ask for help. You do. Because if you it's don't really ask for help. It's really hard, but you do. You, well, otherwise and people you want implode. to help. You don't have to help people. Yeah. They don't want to help you, yeah. they won't. Yeah. But we just- and I'm always scared of being judged and I'm scared of yeah. people thinking that I'm trying to, I don't know, make a buck out of people or something. But really, like you said, they can scroll on past. They can. They don't have to. Nope. Um, but you will do anything for your children, won't you? You will anything. do absolutely anything. Um, whether it's embarrassing, whether it shows your shame, whether it whether it literally exposes every single vulnerability, yeah. you will do, do it anyway it. because really will. that love and that desire to to help them in any way that you can. And I was still it's desperate. Yeah. I was desperate to be the difference. Of course. You know, and, and I said to them, uh, I when we got up to the third dose of this drug, so we're, you know we can mm. they kept putting it up. Mm. And at one point they were like, no, we're scared of sedating him too much. And, and, and the doctor said, look, it's, it's really about finding a, a balance between seizure control and quality of life. And I said, what do you mean? And they were like, mm. well, we, don't, we want him to be able to cuddle you and look at you and interact mm. with you. Now, that was very difficult for my medical brain. I was like, yes. no, fix the seizures. Yes. Fix the seizures, right? Yes. And then he'll be okay. Yes. Um, and they were like, they're gently basically trying to say to me, look, he may still have seizures Jesus. and you want, where, where does he sit with having quality of life, yeah. to have interactions, to have, you know, because they still don't know how long, you know, I, I can't remember if that was before or after diagnosis. I think it was after, but, you know, nobody knows no. it, how long he will live yeah. Um, yeah. or what yeah. we're looking at or what, you know, they couldn't tell me when we left hospital. We actually had our first outpatient appointment on the level down from the, the ward. We got discharged and went to our outpatient appointment. Right? <laughs> <laughs> but just because it happened to be how it worked out. And I, I looked at her and I said, will he ever smile? He was six weeks old. Yeah. And she said, I don't know, Jenny. I don't know. And I said, will he ever speak? And she said, I don't know. Yeah. And I said, will he ever walk? And she said, I don't know. We just have to wait and see. Oh, and I'm like, yeah, okay. But I don't, that's I don't hard. I want and, to wait. I want you and to I tell said, me. Mm. I said, I, I'm, happy so I remember saying to them the doctors I'm happy to keep his dose at like um uh, uh, like increased as per his weight mm. and the the registrar this young doctor saying to me Jenny we don't want you to have to take that on and I was like 
it's all I can do. Yeah. There has to be something. There yeah. has to be something Let that my medical training yeah. can make a difference somehow because it doesn't help with any uh, no, of this. it doesn't. Right? It, I can't do anything. No. So let me do that one thing because maybe, maybe if I keep his dose constantly at that level, yeah, maybe, maybe, help. maybe he won't have such a devastating prognosis. Yeah. And even if it's, you've got to give me that. And she Let was me just, do it. Yeah. I remember her face. She was like, God, you're crazy. Like you're like, yeah, yeah, you yeah. mad person. She's like, okay, all right. Okay. Do it. Um, <laughs> like we're just trying to make things easier. And I'm like, you've got to give no, me that. Me you've got to give yeah, me that. I get that. Yeah. And um, so because, yeah. when, like, when did you join the support? How many of these um, people live with this yeah. in Australia? Oh, there's a group of us. It's called mm. KCNQ Down Under. I think there's like five of us. Five? Like, wait, wow. No, there's probably a few more. There's like, it's not many. It's like, no. un, like I know them all personally. Yes. Um, and Are you so all going so, to the conference? Yeah. Uh, I think so. One of the women um, is actually Sarah James Butcher. I don't know if you've ever heard of her. She's a the, the American news anchor for ABC. So she right. does those like, uh, like, um, what you call it, like snippets about what's happening in the States. Yes, yes, yes. So her, she started, she was the co-founder of KCNQ2 Cure with an oh. American um, lady called Scotty Sims. And they both have children. So her daughter is now, oh, she must be, she must be like 16, I think. Right, right. Um, and she phoned me, like when I got that, you know, she was amazing. Wow. And I said, how do you do this? How, mm. you know, how can you still be functional? How can you? Yes, let and she me know. Said, and she said in this, and she's got this beautiful voice, right? Because she's like, yes. she's news she's on reader. TV. Yeah, yeah, she's yeah. a newsreader. Yeah, yeah. And she's like, and she's always the host of the conferences, yeah. and she's just yeah. always immaculately dressed. Yeah. And it's like a <laughs> polished voice. And she and she's and she's American. So she's like, oh Jenny, yeah. you know, I, I I liken it to like I can't do an American accent, but yeah. I'll try. Um, to like strengthening our emotional muscle, you know. Mm. We 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 do, we it's like going to the gym, but for our emotional muscle, and we get stronger. But wow. like it doesn't get easier, but we no, get stronger. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm like, but I couldn't. But at the time, I was like, no, no, I, no I, can't, I, can't. I can't get stronger. No, 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 no. This is not. I can't. I'm broken. Yeah, I'm yeah, broken. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And 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 I'd come home and sit every night. I, I had an amazing friend. Shout out to Nikki from Melbourne. Yeah. Who dropped everything. Like so, all these people are messaging me and going, yeah. "What can I do? What, what can, can I do? do? What can I do?" And I'm like, do? "I don't know," because it's that no. mental load thing again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? Just do it. Yeah, you know, just like cook me food, mow Daniels, my lawn, do whatever. my washing. Yeah. And she just messaged on one of my Facebook posts and she said, Jenny, do you want me to come? And I started mm. to write, no, no, don't be silly. Yeah, and no, then I, I deleted it. I remember yeah, deleting it and went, yeah. yes. yes. And she got on a plane with her teenage son, who was, you know, it's almost the end of school term. Yeah. She left her husband in Melbourne and she just turned up to my house. And she's like this little Scottish. We used to work in the same pub together in, yeah. when, when I was a medical student, right? <laughs> We go way back. She's this tiny little Scottish pocket rocket who never stops, right? So she's like, she had the house. It's never been, it has never been that clean. <laughs> it will never be that clean again. And she's running around. She had the kids ready and, and they loved her. Yeah. And they're ready for school and they're organized. And she's like, Jenny, you just do what you need to do and you don't worry about this house because mm. I will have the kids fed. I'll have That's them dropped off. I'll friend. have them taken. Yeah. Amazing, amazing. Yeah. And she... I would come home. She'd have them all ready. They'd all be, the house would be imma literally immaculate, right? Yeah. And I'd come home and dinner would be on the table. And you're like, I would, wow, this is what it's like to have a wife. Oh, yeah. I know. <laughs> and and my husband would, would, he just tried to sort of, I don't know, 
Well, he was coping. He'd too. be outside building a yes, bar, right? Yeah. Like, or, like because that's all he could do. Yeah. Yep. Um, yep. and he would just make sure that I was dropped off and picked up, and yeah. and that, that whatever, and the, the shopping was done, and those kind of yes. stuff. So he and Nikki sort of ran the house, and I just went back and forth to the hospital, mm. and then I would sit on my deck, and we just built this pool, right? Um, and literally just built it, and I would just sit there by the pool and cry. Yep. Every night. Yeah. And she'd just bring me a drink. Yeah. And let you cry. Once I got the kids in bed and I would just cry. And she would, uh, you know, but I didn't have to find a babysitter for each Uh, child or a place because I still couldn't drive. She still had to take me to the hospital every day. For six weeks, I couldn't drive. Yeah. So that whole time, I could not drive myself to the hospital. Mm. I won't tell you what I did. uh, (laughs) Well, Imagine the headlines of a doctor. Oh, yeah, yeah no, I yeah, know. You yeah. should, oh, I shouldn't have done it, but I was like, what do I do? I've got to do it. Yeah, I know. I get it. Yeah. I get it. I doctor get it. kills five doctor patients kills. Yeah, 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 driving yeah. against no, medical no, no, advice. No, yes. no, no, no. So um, I did, you know, he, but he would take me and then she would, uh, before she arrived, so that he was maybe, she arrived maybe when he was like 10 days old or something. I can't remember exactly, but um, in that time we were literally – and 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 Elon was a tricky child to look after. Yes, of course. Right? He was only seven. He was going through lots of big feelings. Yeah, big feelings and already undiagnosed. Yes. Um, and and then together they would fight. And of course. He every night, Smashy would say to me, because he was only three, so mm. he would say, "I want baby Lucas to come home. Yeah. I want baby Lucas to come home." And I was like, "So do I, baby." Yeah. And um, Elon would say, "Mom." Is baby Lucas going to die? Yeah. Every night. Yeah. And I would say, I don't know, sweetheart, because yeah. I refused to lie to him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I didn't know. No, you didn't And he know. would never forgive me if he did pass no, away. Oh, no, you would never be forgiven. Yeah. So I would say, I don't know, baby, but we're doing everything we can to help him. What was the and first he, night when you brought him home? What was it like? Oh, I was going to say, like, uh, Elon <laughs> would come to hospital and say, what are his oxygen saturations? <laughs> Are they above 92? <laughs> How many seizures has he had? How long did they last? And he would ask this picky nurse all the right questions. <laughs> he was seven. And they would look so taken aback <laughs> that they would just answer him yeah, like he was the professor. <laughs> we're coming in doing his water. And what happened? And they would be like, uh, it's, 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 it's 95. It, it hasn't gone below 92. Yep, he's had three. They haven't lasted more than two minutes. And he would go, good. Good. Okay, and they were right. <laughs> when he come anyway, home then? <laughs> yeah, but yeah, he came home. The, I will. We drove home with him, right? So, um, we got this like the first time he ever even left the ward was for a photo shoot that actually made your book because this beautiful newborn photographer messaged me and I completely forgotten I'd organised a bloody newborn photo shoot, hadn't I? Yeah. And I was like, oh, I'm in hospital. Um, and she was like, well, then I'll come to the hospital. And I was like, oh, okay, but yeah. he's in hospital, like sick. Yeah. She yeah. was like, I don't care. He's still yeah. a newborn. Yeah. He still takes his photo. Yeah. And I was like, well, I don't want to be in the photos because I'm broken. And then yes. all the moms in the naughty ward, yeah. they were like, you need to you be in the photos. Photo. Yeah. You know, you're going to, and, and they're right. You're going to want to be in those photos later. And I was like, look at me. I'm <laughs> puffy faced and I have like my hair's all over the place. It doesn't matter. Like, it doesn't That's matter. Who you are. And they're a pic. She don't came Photoshop in and that out. That's real. I, I never will. No, yeah. they, they're photos of him with like you know just with the monitoring on yeah. in his in his cot, and then he hadn't had a seizure in like a week, right? So we were getting close to almost. We'd almost get to a point where we'd maybe get home and then he'd have a massive seizure or something. Yeah, yeah. So the mid the nurses said you can go to the garden on the one oh. level in the hospital, right? So you can go out into the garden, 
we took him off monitoring. A nurse came with us. Yeah. We took him off monitoring. And we actually took him off everything. We took his energy tube out. Like, I think, no, I think he was actually feeding by that stage. So yeah. Yeah. his energy tube came out and he was, there was nothing on him. He didn't even have his SATS monitor on. And they, we got these beautiful photos, right? Yeah. And it was like, it felt like, you know, there's a little touch of like normality. Yeah. And then next day, so the next day, my husband got brave enough to give him a cuddle. Now he had not picked him up. Because he was so scared yeah, of him, this yeah, fragile, yeah, 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 yeah. tiny little yeah. sick yeah. baby. Yeah, and he finally picked him up, and I think that that photo shoot gave him the yes the space. Yes, and he picked him up, and he had an enormous seizure in his arms. Of course, and he went blue. His oxygen dropped to thirty. Far like out. you know, yeah, yeah, he was blue. I have it all on video. I filmed everything. Of course, because <laughs> in between the seizures, he'd be like. He'd be jittery. He'd be back arched. He'd be, yeah. if you just touched him, he'd be like that. And I didn't know what was seizure and what wasn't seizure. Yeah, yeah, you wanted to know. And, I, and I'm like, if I, because they were like, well, here's your seizure plan. And I'm like, but how well, do I know are, it, yeah. when he's seized? And I'm a doctor. Yes. But I, I don't know when the seizure ends. And all the, his doctor was away on holiday. There was of a different course, doctor every Christmas. single three days because it was Christmas. Yeah. There was no allied, you could park. It was awesome to park. Yeah. But the, the <laughs> but, only yeah. people in that children's hospital were people whose children so were in very hospital. sick. Yeah. There were no outpatients. It was a very, very eerie, yeah, sad yeah. place. Really um, everyone, sad it was Christmas and everyone walks around with just, we, you know, when we went to visit him at Christmas, I just wanted a photo of the three boys yeah. and my husband was really, he didn't want him bothered. He didn't yeah. want, he was like, don't pick him up, leave him alone. And I'm like, yeah. they're it's my children. Christmas. It's Christmas. It's yes. his first Christmas. And they had a little, they made little, onesies for them with oh, the ward on it so cute. um yeah. and they were all dressed in them and santa hats in the little <laughs> the whole ward but especially in the naughty room and they had taken santa came to them and they took a santa photo and oh. it was framed on the end oh of their cots oh my cops. god god yep. bless those nurses and they had um little uh, teddy bears from the cancer council uh with like christmas hats on and then they had a little stocking with their names like printed on yeah so when you arrived on christmas day all of them were in their little hats Aww, and their little that onesies. That is so cute. <laughs> it was the most, if it wasn't the most traumatic thing in yes, the world, it was the most beautiful, beautiful thing, thing in the world. And, well, they and those nurses organized side. all of that. Like, mm. um, But I just wanted a picture yeah, of my, of course, three boys. And my, you know, his godparents yeah. were that stage had come to visit and I just yeah. wanted a photo. And I had this massive fight with my husband because he, and I remember my, his best friend and my, and, and now Lucas's godparent, um, Malcolm, just saying, Jenny, just go easy on him. You know, mm. it, it's different for both of you and he's scared and you're both scared and we're scared. And we asked him to be godparents and I was scared they wouldn't want to be godparents because he was a complex child. What if yeah. it was too much to ask? Yeah. And they were like, no, of course. And that I've got this beautiful picture of Christmas Day and I'm holding him. But oh. there's, their eyes are so red and puffy from crying. And yeah. Malcolm said, this is the worst place in the world Christmas in a children's hospital is the most, it's awful. Yeah. It's all these sick babies on Christmas yeah. Day. I can't, like he no. was just sobbing. Yeah. Um, but don't yeah. you prefer the fact that he loved you and your baby and he could be there? Oh, absolutely. You know, yeah. Yeah. But it was just, yeah. he was just like so traumatized by, mm. because nobody goes to no. a children's hospital no, on Christmas they Day. they do not. Unless their child's in hospital. And so yes. I think it's just. And they try and get everyone home. Yeah, and he was just walking around going, this is just, because he's like a, you know, just super emotional dude. Yeah. And he was just like, this is just, it's not because it's not even just Lucas, it's 
all of these babies. <laughs> like, yeah, you know, all, all of them. Christmas. Yeah, that's right. Um, well, you, and, your eyes yeah. are open to a whole new world, aren't they? Absolutely, yeah, one that you don't know about at all. So, yeah, we got him home and then I remember walking in and in the bassinet. And I'd had, he's my third child, right? So yeah. he was asleep. So I walked into the bedroom. I put the bassinet on the, on the bed and I went to go make him, to put the stuff away. Yeah. And I walked into the kitchen. I was making the bottles. And then I'm like, shit, shit. What if he has a seizure? What if yeah. he has a seizure? So I went back and I picked up the bassinet and then I took it through the kitchen. I put him on the floor and I was like, okay, how do I do this? Yeah. And how my husband I looked at me this? and goes, can we ever sleep again? No. And I said, I, I don't know. Do no. we have to do it in shifts? Yeah. Like, because suddenly you're protected in this hospital yeah, where the nurses yeah. are there. Yeah. And there's this, there's these two buttons on the wall. There's the button where you're a bit worried and the button yeah. where all the shit's gone. And there's flip, no right? buttons. You know? And there's no buttons. <laughs> You're there's the no button. nurses. We're the button. But yeah. they were for asleep. I know. And, you know, it was just, oh, that was a huge adjustment. Hard. Yeah. And I don't think, my husband still sleeps in the bedroom with him. Like yeah. he sleeps with Lucas and I sleep in the other room. And we still have a, a video monitor. Well, monitor. And we had a seizure map, but then it was like, well, that can make things worse because they, it, they're, they're not normal seizures. Like baby seizures are, they're not the tonic clonic where they yes, jerk. Yes, yes. So that's what the nap the mass is designed to pick up on. Mm. Um, so it, it might beep when they're not having a seizure, which causes massive stress, and it yeah. might not beep when they are, which obviously is a false sense, you know. Yeah. So they were like, it might not be the best thing. So we actually never used it. We used the video monitor, yeah. and we got braver. Yeah, as and it becomes, time went I on, and you're normal. Yeah, but yeah, exactly. And also his cry, his seizure cry, like you can't mistake that. Like. Yeah. Uh, the, the first <laughs> the first out of hospital seizure he had was in Melbourne. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. So I got invited by Sarah James Butcher to speak at the KCNQ2 Horizons fundraiser dinner to fundraise research. It was a big thing that she organizes with all these big wig um, mm. uh, people from business, right? Mm. And she's like, can you come and do five? You've got five minutes, Jenny. Five minutes. That's it but you need to be the face of KCNQ2 for the night so they know what we're raising money for. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, I can do this. I can do this because it's important. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I've um, got an award for public speaking. I've got an award for public speaking, yes. right? I can do this. Yes. So I wrote myself a little speech and I put pictures up and I'm like, you know, she's like, Jenny, just, you know, make them cry because then they'll yeah. give us lots of money. Yeah. Right? <laughs> I'm like, cool. Easy. I can do that. I can make them cry. And um, so I, t- I go down and I said to Nikki, the wonderful Nikki, mm. can we stay with you? Absolutely. So I brought Lucas down with me. Now, we were out of routine, so I forgot his medication. She took him, actually. She took him. She goes, you have a lion. I'm going to take him for the night. So then I forgot to give him his medication. Now, I actually realized at – so I had to leave for this dinner at 6, and I realized at 2, but I hadn't given it. Mm. And I'm like, shit, I haven't given his medication. And she went, should we give it now? And I said, I don't know. The the pharmacist said if I was after 12 hours – no, after 6 hours, just do the next one. So I drew it up, and I said, just – it's, it's due at six. Just give it at six, right? Um, and she's like, okay, cool. And I, well, if I went, I'm all dolled up. I've got my speech yeah, cards yeah, yeah. and I go to this dinner. And at I'm outside. I, like, I hadn't even had the starter, right? We just had a little gathering bit at the beginning. And my phone rings and it's Nikki. And she's hysterical. She's like, he's taking a seizure. He's taking a seizure. I don't know what to do. What do I do, Jen? What do I do? And I'm like, oh, my God. And I could hear him in the background. Yeah. Right? But I'm now 40 minutes drive away. Like yeah. she lives right out like you know in mm. the near you thomas town like well Mar- no not near other you side of the city um, yeah 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 she used to live at she used to live near you she lives yeah. out right other side of the, and i'm in like the Roy, the uh the near near the royal near the children's hospital somewhere yeah, in the yeah, city yeah, 
Yep. And so uh, at this massive dinner and I'm like, so I'm on the phone and I'm like, okay, just phone an ambulance. And she's like, okay. And she's got a husband. He's on the phone. He's called an ambulance. And she's like, and I can hear him going, "Eh, eh, eh, eh," but I can't get to him. And this is the first time he's ever had a seizure out of a hospital. Of course. And I'm like, okay. And I am sobbing. Yeah. And I am in all this fancy clothes and I'm standing outside in the, in the, in the foyer crying. And I like, and I said, there's no point in me coming home. I, I tell me when that. the ambulance yeah. comes because then I'll go to the hospital yeah. and meet you there. And she's like, okay. And then she said, I think it's stopped. It's stopped. Like it's, it's, it's stopped, but he's still, and I said, okay, um, just wait for the ambulance. Ambulance took forever. Cause it, you know, it, well, it wasn't even COVID time, but just, yeah. it would, they took forever. Um, and I went up to Sarah James and I said, I need to do my talk now, yeah, now, because yeah. I need to go to the hospital. Yeah. And she's like, you sure you want to do it? And I was like, I came all the way here to yeah, do it. I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it, but I need to do it now. Yeah. And she's like, okay. And so she went up to the front and she said, right. And so all the starters are there. And she goes, I'm really sorry, but you know, this just goes to show how Why? vulnerable and brittle yes. our children are because this is Jenny. And she came to speak to you now. She's got to go to the hospital. Her kids just had a seizure. Yeah. You know, he's only like, um, I think he was eight months old mm. um and so she's gonna do her speak now well I cried <laughs> and I did it but I was sobbing yeah sobbing and yeah, I'm trying yeah. to get through the words I'm trying to get through the pictures and I got I got through it and the whole there wasn't a noise no that would be a very quiet order 300 people yeah. sat in mm. silence of course and I just stood up and she came and gave me a hug and I just walked out oh and went God. to go down to the, to get a, an Uber to the, to, hospital. Get to the hospital. And I was standing waiting for the button to the yeah. lift to come. And this man comes out in a suit, right? Like, so obviously a businessman on this. Like, yeah. Yeah. And he walks up to me and he just gives me this huge hug. He couldn't speak. I couldn't yeah, speak. He yeah. couldn't speak. I couldn't speak. I'm sobbing. He just pats me on the back a bit like I did to that patient. Yeah. And then he just walks back in. <laughs> it's like it's the human no words. Yeah. Just, just, I see you. And he walked back in. Well, they they made more money that night than they've ever made on a fundraiser. Yeah, well, <laughs> like, they saw yeah. it, didn't they? Yeah, it was um, real to them. And by the time I got to hospital, he was he was okay. Mm. Uh, but poor my poor Nikki, she oh, was yeah. like, you know, <laughs> the one day like, you had to forget the medication was my yeah. day. Yeah, and 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 I'm like, but they told me, and it was literally, I think, 20 minutes before it was due. So they they then said the it's neurologist good. said yeah. to me, oh, because the top neurologist, right, is a doctor called Ingrid Sheffer. She's like the Mary Poppins guru of genetic epilepsy. Yeah. Well, she was at this fundraiser dinner. Oh. Right? So course. she's like, so she watches me like sob and cry, but yeah. she's like, she's talking to me, and she's like, make sure they go to this hospital, make sure they do this, and the, you know, like yeah, she's giving me all the wow. right. Um, and then she said to me outside, because I, I was waiting, oh, we were still waiting for the ambulance. So I couldn't go anywhere because the ambulance still hadn't arrived. Oh, of course. And yeah. I didn't know which hospital they were going to take him to. So she was like, get them to take him to the Royal Children's, Royal Children's. not not whatever yeah, the other yeah, one was, yeah. you know, I don't know. And um, she says to me, Jenny, this is not normal epilepsy. Don't ignore the pharmacist. She goes, rather overdose and underdose. If you ever forget a dose again, just give it again. Um, better uh. he'd be a bit sleepy than he has a seizure. Well, you know, really because, good advice. you know, yeah. and I'm like, okay, cool. All right. I know yeah, that yeah, now. Yeah. Yeah. And, but in a court, I sat in this taxi sobbing in the car to my husband going, I am so sorry. I forgot the medication. Yeah. It's all my fault. It's all my fault. It's, it's all my fault. Yeah. And so he was hard like, on ourselves. Yeah. And you know, he's like, it's, it's okay. And I'm like, it's not okay. 
I've yeah. done this. Yeah. Um, you know, but we learned from it and yeah. a couple of times since, you know, because you can't be. You're human. Yeah. Um, Things one happen. day he came in and he said, Jen, uh, have you given Lucas his meds? And I said, no. And he went, okay. And he walked out. And I thought that meant he was going to go give it. And he thought that meant he was oh, telling me to give it. Oh, yes. We've had that confusion. You're like, oh, right. Okay. We need to be very and clear. And 10 hours later, he had a seizure yeah. as he was coming out of the bath. Yeah. And we went, didn't you give it? Didn't you give it? Like, we didn't no, even realize both, yeah. there'd been a miscommunication yeah. until he was seizing. And we so were waiting for the ambulance. What is he like now? Oh, okay. Awesome. He's <laughs> almost four. Uh, he's the happiest. Like when it, well, if he's not screaming, so he's either yes. screaming, he, that's a whole other story where he has yeah. episodes of screaming and back arching, which is awful. Um, and he's been diagnosed with um, eosinophilic esophagitis, which is like it took us three and a half years to get to a diagnosis because he can't communicate, can't tell me what's wrong. Uh, yeah. um, but his esophagus was all raw oh, um, from a dairy allergy and he couldn't, oh, he would God. just scream and back arch yeah, and scream fair. and scream and scream and scream. And then he, and then my, you know, Elon, he's like covering his ears going. Yes, this is too loud. This is too loud. Yeah. And then he'd try and sing to him. He still does this now. So he'd <laughs> be like, like. good, all the noise, all Mike, the ones. Michael Finnegan. So he, he comes up and he's like, he's like, stop, 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 stop. And then he's like. There was no oh, Michael, Michael, Michael Finnegan. Finnegan. <laughs> yeah, let's go down this again. Like, and, and I'm like, stop. stop and he's like, but he's crying, mom, he's crying, stop. he's crying. I need him to stop. <laughs> and I'm like, go away, put your headphones yeah, on. You can leave. You're lucky. <laughs> yes. And he's like, oh, okay. Okay, yeah. Okay, but then he, but he wanted, he, he's so he stressed to help about him. his brother. He wants yeah, to help. Yeah, I know. But he would, see, he would kind of sing at him, kind of angrily. <laughs> like, still, still does to this day. Um, but yeah, he can, he... We have had, I, I, I think, uh, by over a thousand hours of therapy in the first couple of years. Yeah, I bet. Um, and that's a whole other journey that's been. I don't even need to go into it because there's been yeah. peers here before that have gone into that. Uh, yeah. You know, the story of of every single therapist yeah. under the sun, yeah, yeah, and all of those appointments and all of that time. And it's mm. not just the therapy appointments; it's all the homework. Yeah, yeah, it's the homework. Nobody and the organizing the, and they're not missing them. And yes, the, yeah. and then they say, okay. I want you to do this, 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 and this. <laughs> and, you're like, sure. and then the next therapist goes this, this, and this, this. And, and you're like, it's not, this is my child's future. If I don't do this, I it's going to be all Especially my fault. Especially when they're little, you feel like that. Yeah. And I yeah. know Mandy has met, touched on that before. Yeah. But you feel like if he doesn't walk, it's going to, because I didn't, yes. I didn't do these exercises enough, right? Um, now I feel like if he doesn't learn how to communicate, it's because I, the, the current thing is that he, he's nonverbal. Yeah. So he's learning how to use pecs. Yeah. And the speech therapist says to me, Okay, so you need to, every time you have an interaction with him that you would have a verbal interaction with oh, normally, you need, you need to use the book. Oh. And I'm like, okay, right, along with dealing with the yes. autistic 10-year-old yes. having a meltdown, <laughs> trying to make sure that they're all fed, have they got that homework, what is happening, what, no. or, or well, maybe another meeting at the that. school. You do it the best you can. Oh, but, it, but then you feel like if you yeah, don't do it. you still do, do it, it the best you can because we've, oh, no. even our typical kids, we, come on. Well, that's where I feel support workers are. They keep me – I have two wonderful support workers yeah. um, called Mackenzie and Becky, and they literally keep my head above water. Yeah. I've got one right now because Lukey's got gastro. So oh, of course. So she's here right now uh, <laughs> so that I can speak to you. Yeah. Um, looking after him, and yeah. he's shouting. I can hear him. Um, <laughs> and he – they – they because you can't just get a normal babysitter. Oh, no, 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 no. Like, There's no babysitters. You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, so they know both of – all of my kids, all mm. of the – uh, and that including Smashy with his meltdowns. Mm. And they um, they know how to handle pretty much anything. Yeah. Um, yeah. And they they do the pod book stuff, right? Yes. 
bless um, them. And they're not as emotive about it. No, no, I remember spending not. months and months and months trying to do, get him to press a fucking button. Just, yeah. just press the button. Yeah. He could press the button because he could push buttons on things to make yeah. them make noise, but to request something. Yeah. To get the idea. So this I had buttons this. with pictures of bananas, buttons <laughs> with pictures. And like, just press it. And I would like will him yeah. to push press it as a method of communication. And he would just press it, press it, press it, or not press yeah. it at all. Like, yeah. look at me. Yeah. <laughs> Are you happy now, <laughs> mum? What do you want me to do? Yeah. Um, <laughs> And and one speech therapist saying, trying an, an iPad way too early and going, you need to have eight pictures because they, every basic communication, eight pictures. He was about 18 months. Oh, right? no. <laughs> and so we're all sitting at the, dinner, at the dinner table and he's got, he can press it. So he's, pre- yeah, but he's just course. pressing the whole screen like, with his hand. Yeah, yeah. And it's going, wiggles, 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 dummy, dummy, <laughs> hungry, food. And the boys are like, well, I want to press it. And I'm yeah. like, what am I supposed to, am I supposed to jump and put the wiggles on, off, on, off? off yeah, dummy, so we, yeah, like, yeah. No. Like, it was insane. And we, 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 I found a new speech therapist and we, we backtracked hugely from that. But these are the things that you get left with this feeling of all this homework oh, and, and this guilt, this so re- mother guilt, guilt, maternal guilt is insane anyway. It's insane. But if you feel that you've got to do all this stuff, you know, which this is why I have such a bugbear about it being called, you know, normal um, parental responsibility. There's nothing, no. you know, no, very, nothing. it's no. you're nothing like normal. No, it's, but, you know, like, I have a neurotypical one in the middle. Yes. Yeah, so I sort of get it. <laughs> get it. Yeah. That's very different to very, what very we different. have to do to manage your debt to, to help support yeah. our kids, have, to give them the best chance. To, be, to give you the best chance to continue to be able to give them the best chance. Exactly. You know, everybody in, has to be looked after here. Yeah. In medicine, they always teach us in pediatrics that you have two patients. Okay, you have the child and the parent. Mm. You don't just have one. No. You have to treat both. Oh, For yeah. some reason, that doesn't equate to like the disability world or no. NDIS or support. They're like, no, no we're it's back to one, one patient. Yeah, yeah. And it's like, well, without one, you've got to treat. You've got to you've got to look after them both. Yeah. Or, or, or it falls apart. It does fall apart really, really quickly. As every most people listening to this know. Now, obviously, yes. I can talk to you forever. But yeah, I sorry. Can't. I know. <laughs> You're I a really woman after to my own succinct. heart with the gift of the gab, my father would have said. Uh, yes. <laughs> yes. But what would you like to tell us before you go? <sighs> um, I don't know. You don't have to I tell th- us anything. <laughs> I think just um, I think that everyone is doing an amazing job yeah. and um, I think find your people. Yeah, definitely. Um, don't have people in your life that don't lift you up. Because yeah. it's hard enough. Yeah, um, so true. So don't have true. medical professionals in your life because they become like family. And if they're not right for you, yep. that's okay. Yeah, well, okay. I'm a GP. They'll I'm not right going to be right for else. everybody. Yeah, they'll be right for someone else. Mm. Don't you know? Find find your tribe of people mm. um, and of therapists and of doctors that see you, that understand you, um, and support you. Yeah, and. And then they, yeah. your child will also be supported. And um, yeah, yeah, and and it's okay to ask for help. Yeah, please like, ask because for help. It's okay to take help. Yeah, it's okay to accept help. It it's is. okay to ask for it. It's okay to accept it, and yeah. it's okay not to be okay. Oh yeah, you We've know, really got to normalize that. Yeah, and well, and everyone is human, including your doctors, people. Yeah, that's I've, right. Yeah, we all make yeah. mistakes. <laughs> we all get things wrong, but it doesn't mean that we can't try better next time. Do better. Yeah. No, exactly. Do no better, do better. That's right. Um, and yeah, I would, I would say we all. Somebody said to me once, 
our story becomes somebody else's survival guide. Yeah. And I was like, I, I remember hearing it at the beginning. Yeah. I'm like, I will never, no. ever be fucking someone's survival no, guide yeah, because I'm a off. mess. <laughs> yeah. And also, I don't want to be this. Yeah. But you, you, but you do. It just happens. Like, it yeah. happens. I, I, I hap- it happens to my patients. It happens for if some, if they I think I know every kid in this area who has got special needs because somehow they get they yes. or additional needs. Sorry, <laughs> yeah, yeah. that's right. Um, yeah, yeah, that's right. Disability. They, have they get funneled to you. <laughs> they get funneled to me through a person, through through medicine, yeah. through everything. And then somebody will be like, oh, I've got, oh, I've got, um. I've actually know this child. And I'm like, oh, yeah, Jimmy or Freddie. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And they're like, oh, I'm like, I know all of them. Yeah, I know yeah, all yeah. the kids with Casey and Kitu. Yes. Um, uh, obviously. Yeah. And get this, right? Sorry. One last thing. Yeah. How's this for the weirdest thing ever? There is a little boy in the same daycare as Lucas, right? With significant disability, but yep. never had a seizure. Yeah. And I have been, into, I would give her all the old, my old Lucas old equipment. Yeah. I chat to this mom and, but I became her. You know, yes, and then she'll be yes. to someone else. You're like, the person that's gone um, before. Yeah. I, yeah, I was the person that gone before. Well, he ended up getting a diagnosis of Casey and Q2. <gasps> wow. Uh, yes. So there's only like three in the state. <laughs> and two at the same daycare. <laughs> and very rare not to have seizures. But he has a, yeah, Casey and Q2 mutation. You know, in, in the same daycare. Unbelievable. They're like, <laughs> anyway, how's that for weird? That's very weird. And it's, you know, I think that um, from speaking to you, it's just such the pee life where you can laugh and cry in a sentence mm. and be like, yes, yeah. I have joy I and I also have, I don't know what the hell I'm doing. On but a some days I basis. cried, Kate. You know, some days no. some days are very bleak. Yeah. And, you they know, are. I don't mind admitting this is the second time we tried this because <laughs> the first time was very, very Yeah, but sometimes it, very it is bleak. And, mm. I mean, Mandy and, and I have the benefit of being years down the track. And yeah. also choosing what we talk about and when we do it. And we yeah. have weeks where we can't record. And, yeah, I mean, it's nothing's real, is it? We try and be as real as we can. But Yeah. yeah. I think, yeah, mm. it's, a tricky, it's a tricky space, isn't it? Because it's, yeah, it's, really it's, okay, it's okay not to be okay. Um, and it's okay to kind of to struggle. But then it's also you don't want. I don't ever anyone to ever think that I resent my children. No, no, no. That's right. Um, yeah. You know, I love my children, and they have made me a better person. Lucas makes every person he meets a better person just yep. by meeting them. Yeah. My, my psychiatrist said to me once, he's severely autistic, um, and thank God because the world would not work without autistic people. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> the, world, the world needs <laughs> autistic people. Yeah. And I'm like, yes, they do. Look at Elon Musk. Yeah. You know, like he he has changed so many, you know, norms, like, and yet he doesn't have, like, a st- Elon is always telling me that he um he doesn't have a house. He doesn't own a house. Yeah. He sleeps on people's, he's got all the money in the world. <laughs> like, how, how autistic is that? That's, like, the most autistic thing ever. It's like, no, you know, I've got all this money, but I'm not going to have a house because it's I don't not, believe yeah, that's, it's not yeah, what I need. It's just, it's not yeah. what I need, yeah. Yeah. And it's also awesome. And I've got a, a voice, oh, it's, it's from... Smashy school, so that's okay. I know that's all right. Yeah, he that that's is it. I don't. It's an okay message that. to get. I well, I can ignore that call. Yes, because he's probably just sick. Yeah, right. <laughs> he's probably just got gastro. But that is that's P life. Yeah, that had been the other school. I would have said, been, I'm "Sorry, go. mate. Yeah, I got to go. I got to take that call." But I looked at it ring, and I'm like, oh, "That's all right. That's in your." I can wait one. five minutes to talk. Yeah, to him. I can wait five minutes. I'll ring him back. <laughs> Thank you for talking to us today. Oh, thank you for it's having me. It's been a well, real you. pleasure. Just you. Yeah, thank I know. You for having... Sorry, Mandy's not We're sorry, here, Mandy. Yeah. 
Um, we miss yeah. her. It's not the same. But uh, thank you so much. You you are amazing, and you offer a really really amazing space. And I tell all my patients about you. Oh. Um, they all know about you. There's going to be a lot of excited <laughs> patients, I think, yeah, to hear your to, story. To yeah, hear yeah, my yeah, story. Yeah. Um, but also, you, I have listened from the very beginning. Amazing. Like, I would listen when I was just walking, trying to deal. You know, right at the beginning when you were like in your, oh, we got fifty listeners, yeah. right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and I've you've literally been there through this whole journey mm. for me, and. I can't thank you enough for, oh. and I know it's not always easy. Hey, that, that there are idiosyncrasies and trickiness, and you're trying mm. to just you're just trying to survive too, mm. and you keep doing it, and you keep showing up, and you get those stories out there. And I have literally sobbed in my car listening oh, to yeah. stories, and I've laughed, yeah. and yeah, it's yeah. the real world. It, yeah. it is. It, it's There's no amazing. More, a disability is the is the most common diversity and it cuts through everything. It cuts through gender, yep. cuts through um, socioeconomic, it cuts through sexuality, yep. everything. It's exactly. just the, the most common diversity there is. So the story And it should be like us. celebrated. Yes. It because should. like but also we, you know, you need to understand that it's hard. It is like, hard. It's, it's a, yeah. Because it's, it's involves, they just, our kids, they just need so much. And that's mm. just it's it's like as far as time and support mm. or equipment mm. or mm. Um, or just like co-regulation. Mm. You know, mm. they need mm. us. Like both of my pea shoots need mm. co-regulation. They need help when they are struggling in the yeah. you know because one can't tell me, and no, one and can't one can't manage no. the emotions become too big and too yeah. overwhelming. Yeah, and and that's tricky. It is you know. tricky, and I always say, "Tricky isn't bad." We some, somehow decided no. those words are interlinked, and they're not. But and so no. it's okay for me to say this is really tricky, and yes. I've got to go. But I'm not actually. It's not a yeah. bad thing. It's just tricky. No. You know, it's just, it's just yeah. yeah. But we also need to recognize all that work that all those peas do. You know, and 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 all the time that they think it's all their fault when it's yeah, not. I know. It's um, not. You know, and the meetings at school. And guilt. The, oh. oh, me too. Well, we um, in fact, the same psychiatrist says, I I do think, I, said, I do think that maternal guilt should be have its own DSM-5 criteria. <laughs> <laughs> he said, the only problem is that it would be massively over, like we, there'd be too many people diagnosed. Too with many. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Yeah, he's oh, the best. Well, I'm going to let you go on that note. Yes. That was great. <laughs> All right. Thank, thank you, you so, so much. much. Thank you. Okay. Bye. Bye. Oh, peas. Wow. Jenny, thank you so much for giving your time. And all we can hear was the passion that you have and a woman that wears many hats. And thank you for the time you gave. And I'm really sorry I wasn't able to be a part of it and to meet you in person. Um, but we know you're a really important member of the Hangout. And uh, I know a lot of people will find this episode just so so much to learn and take in and thank you for sharing your passion with the P tribe. And uh, so there is no cry, make a difference, laugh this week. This is just my little ending to say uh, thank you for listening and next week we will be back with Kate and I with our normal ending and um, I hope you have a really great week, Peas. We'll see you then. Bye.
Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer incentive offers. 15,178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE and Summit 4xE models and dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark.